we'll we'll do the intro really quick. I know we've this channel has come over and and hosted and uh, rated Chris before a couple times. I think two or three times actually. Um, yep. We just love your your stuff, man. So um, oh, thank you. We're super glad to have you on today. And uh, everybody, this is Chris Gaming. He's uh should be center lower on your screen there, Hello. that handsome feller with the uh, <clears throat> New York <clears throat> Yankees hat. Anyway, uh, and, and special guest yeah. daily piece of ash as well. <laughs> Damn, that the, was officer, a, the officer showed up today. That was a jab. That was that was a jab. That was hardcore jab. <laughs> it's all good. We love you, Ash. <laughs> um, but Chris, welcome, man. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you guys on. for having me. I appreciate you guys. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank so, you. Tell us, tell us a little bit about what you do, man. Like, what's your, what do you like to do? We know you stream, um, you do yeah. a little bit of everything with that part, but like, you know, unpack it a little bit for us and tell us like what got you started. Oh, good question. Um, what got me started was basically, um, podcast. I mean, we were talking about it before, but podcast was my main, uh, thing that I wanted to do. Uh, I'm a big comedy person, so I used to watch like. A lot of comedy podcasts, uh, The Fighter and the Kid, uh, Theo Vaughn. Oh, yeah. um, and I figured, I was like, you know what, let me try. Because it, it, for me, it looks simple at first. It's like, all right, you can have people to get together, shoot the shit, and have fun and say jokes and say some crazy stuff and see if people will listen or watch, you know? So I did that. Um, I had uh, my first podcast fell through the cracks because I had absolutely no idea how to do it. It was all over the place. It fell apart. Then uh, me and two other buddies got together and we're like, you know what? Let's actually try to figure out how we can do this. Uh, so we created the Last Slice podcast. Um, that went for about maybe a year and a half. Um, but that was a, a great experience. I got to learn how to video edit. Um, uh, basically, um, like doing Photoshop and basically learning how to create content in a sense. Yeah. Um, but then we lost uh, the, the studio space. Uh, it was just a, a, a bedroom and he wasn't able to afford it. So we weren't able to do it anymore. Um, but um, the person I did it with, uh, Trill Boy, he was uh, streaming on Twitch. Okay. Um, so I didn't know anything about live streaming at all. I was just like, it was a whole new world for me. I was just like, what is this? Asking, started asking questions. Um, but, you know, for the most part, um, I've been gaming for like like since I was a kid, uh, especially PC gaming. I've been gaming PC gaming for about 10 years. Uh, I was a big Apex player, loved Apex. I would come home from work, play like a couple hours. Then I figured one day I'm just like, you know what? Trollboy does it on live stream. Why don't I just take the chance to do it? I had the equipment already. So I was just like, let's see what, what we could do with this. And I've been live streaming for about a year and a half now. Uh, I started off on YouTube. Okay. Um, I did YouTube streaming for about a year. Uh, and then um, a buddy of mine started streaming on Kick, and I was like, you know what? Let me try and see what this is all about. I know it was uh, fairly new, um, but everybody was just amazing. Um, they was just like supportive. They're like, yeah, hop on, we'll help you out. And yeah, and now we're here just on Kick exclusively. Uh, stop streaming on YouTube, but I still do um, like a long form uh, videos and content. Yeah, uh, short. I do shorts too, um, just to throw that to promote the stream. But other than that, yeah, I've been doing it for a year and a half now, and. I love it. It's just great. I got to meet some of you here. It's amazing. Yeah. You know? But I mean, that's where we've all met each other through streaming. 
it's yeah. a beautiful thing it really is yeah, yeah. um it's just uh, incredible to meet people from all different places especially around the world too that's that's just, just uh incredible and um but it's also fun to hang out and chat with everybody and it's one yeah. of the things that i like to do is just come home from work you know hop on and just get to hang out with everyone it's just great yeah i think that's one of the biggest things like <clears throat> for most of us too was just we're gaming gaming with friends and then like someone's like oh i'm gonna just like push the live button and check it out you know and then really i mean we all I think we all met each other during like COD four blackout days, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it's been a three, wow. four years almost, I think. I'm lagging somewhere in there. Um but it was the same thing, you know. It was like I'm already playing games, you know, I play with friends, like let's just try this thing out and then see how it goes and just slowly add add to your setup, you know what I mean? Like you got a pretty nice yeah. looking little setup back there that I like oh, the thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's very nice. Most of these things I had from the podcast. Yeah. A lot of like my lighting, my camera was all from the podcast. And I figured I was just like, you know what, sitting here. Um, I was, you know, I wasn't doing much. I was just trying to figure out how we're going to do. We did uh, a couple of Discord calls for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then life always finds a way. You know, you get like those uh, little bumps in the road sometimes. And, uh, you know, people have their, their lives to live, which is understandable. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, I, I was just like, it was just sitting here. So I was just like, you know what, let me, let me try it out. You know, the same thing, like you said push the live button let's see what happens essentially yeah so um but i was the one that was kind of nervous because i was just like all right how do you how do you do this it was a whole <laughs> new world like i didn't know you know about like subbing gifting subs i had no idea what was going on but uh yeah a lot of people helped me out and you know just uh show me the way essentially mm -hmm. but it's been fun man i just i enjoy it so is it something that you like do or are trying to do as like a business a side business or like primary um like income type of thing or is it just like a for fun just for fun for you uh for me it's just for fun yeah i just i just enjoy it i just uh yeah if it could become a business why not hey you know yeah. you know you never know um am i pushing for that not necessarily but i do enjoy i just have fun with it uh like i said you know for some people video editing might be like you know kind of a headache mm. but i enjoy it you know that's where my uh you know i get to be a little bit creative um i like to you know photoshop I, I love it you know digital art uh, i also draw so if i can try to create certain things and showcase it to everyone and you know my abilities that's that's great i mean it's just amazing so you're an artist yeah 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 i love to draw uh, especially nice. on procreate digital art regular art good to um, know. <laughs> yeah i know who yeah. to hit up whenever i want a tattoo drawn yeah i mean hey listen hit me up man i uh yeah i mean I, I've always been creative in a sense, but I never really found like an outlet, if you will, to like, you know, express oh. it. But um, I feel, I feel like live streaming is just that, um, yeah. you know, like uh, some of my designs, uh, anything that you see on the stream is basically 85% me. Uh, loading screens, all that stuff, just uh, be taking my time. Because uh, yeah. I do have a full-time job. So yeah. if I have some downtime, I'll just go straight to editing and start grinding out and like try to come up with something that mm. people would like or whatever you know i like it man so uh like Jay that changes says, the whole dynamic and the content that you see with people the people that are just doing it because they love it i'm not mm. saying that people that do it full-time they're not capable of having that same level of you know relatability and, and content and all that stuff because they definitely can for some of them but the ones that are doing it full-time there's a different level of like pressure and incentive there and it just oh, yeah. creates a whole different dynamic like the people that are just grinding it out at night and on the weekends because they want to 
they're inevitably putting out a whole different level of content. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And it's hard too. I mean, any type of, uh, you know, content creating is could be difficult at times, you know? Um, but yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Jay's got I mean, a couple when, questions when, for you too. When you have a moment. Okay. When you're, when you're passionate about something, I think it's just, uh, it's just a different, different, uh, viewpoint in a sense. Like a you huge know? Difference. Yeah. It's a huge difference. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jay asked, uh, what's your best memory thus far in streaming? And then also, have you ever thought about streaming your artwork? Ooh, streaming my artwork, like in real time, mm -hmm. uh, doing yeah. like, uh, like digital art. Yeah. I have yeah. thought about that. Um, that's a whole nother level of stress. I feel, really? uh, but at, at the end of the day, it's, it's digital art. Um, I, I consider it. I never really like really thought about it that much, but that would be a great idea. I would just have to figure out how. I yeah. would have to rearrange the setup to do that. But yeah, that's a great idea, actually. Hmm. I've thought of, I a, thought about it a little bit, but not too much. I feel like there's the Bob a... Bob Ross um, of digital art? Yeah, I mean... I, uh, Chris Ross. I got Bob Ross over there, man. He's, he's the goaded for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> Happy little the only thing I would be a The only thing I would be afraid of was like that, and I, I kind of have this too, like with web design, because we've talked about me streaming like my you know design processes and things like that, and it's like copywriting like yeah the copyright issues like you're on there doing it and people can just grab it and slow-mo it and recreate and yeah all that stuff. so i guess there's a certain level of that you know infringement oh, possibility you, do, you know you could probably put a watermark across like a you probably uh, could it doesn't but they have could to be just recreate it yeah they can yeah, recreate they can, it yeah. and redraw it. they can yeah. take the, co the whole concept and just recreate it that's true yeah. It'd be more of the more of the intellectual property versus the physical part of it. It would be like taking his ideas and yeah, yeah, no, you I know, know, just recreating them. Yeah, not saying don't do it. I'm sure there's a way around it, and it's a great idea. I mean, like I said, I, we've talked about me doing it before too with my web design stuff. Yeah, and I haven't out of simply time and stress. Like you said. <laughs> really now, right. Is there any way to combat that though? Yes, Missouri. No, unfortunately, no. Right. No, copying is just a thing. You put your light, yeah. your stuff out there, and people That's are it. doing it in my industry. Period. Now too, so it's there. Well, the only way that you could almost like s to somewhat combat it is that w would be to like delete your VOD right after it. You know what I'm saying? But like, you could still have somebody that could, you know, screen record the entire thing and get it. It would just make it harder for them. Yeah. But if you I have mean, a video, of you having covered. that art being live broadcast and have like a, a date attached to it you can prove that you did it first at least yeah so i was going to say technically technically even without copywriting or trademarking there is some degree of legal protection with regards to like that type of stuff it's a very tricky and i cannot tell you the intricacies of it and everything i just know that there is some degree of protection yeah for things like that but who wants to do that right like go through that whole legal process just to protect something that someone stole from you while you were live streaming it you know that's a lot of work yeah, there's, there's also another, there's another aspect good i had a teacher that would tell us to uh if we wanted to publish something but it did or you wanted like you wrote something and you uh don't have a copyright or anything for it to mail it to yourself and don't open it because that hmm. that envelope being time stamped and, and and everything from the government basically is legal. Interesting. That's a good idea. I've never well, heard of that. But that's kind of it. Yeah. I haven't yeah. either. That is interesting. Hmm. So my old editor, whenever uh, that would do all of my COD TikTok stuff, 
like he was like man i want to stream you know doing some edits and stuff and so i was like okay stream my stuff and he's like you don't care and i'm like no you know because he's doing it also in a teaching aspect to teach people how to do those types of things that's yeah. awesome you know so, so those types of things you might be able to do so like if you get something for somebody that asks you to do something mm-hmm. like yo can i stream this you know what i'm saying or if it's your own editing you know you can kind of portions of that without letting everything out of the bag that's that's awesome because finding how to edit is very hard um it took mm-hmm. me a lot of youtube videos to figure out because i use uh final cut pro on a mac mm-hmm. so it's not mm-hmm. you know it's kind of it's not hard but it's definitely different from premiere but the hours i spent just researching you know and also yeah. going under reddit uh forums yeah. and trying to read figure out solutions cool that was uh, uh brutal but uh you know yeah i mean that's awesome though to to do something like that as well would be great I've actually, that's, a, that's another thing. I'm very open in helping people uh, yeah. when it comes to like OBS, when it comes to questions about, uh, you know, how um, to do designs and stuff. I'm, I'm always trying to help because if I could save people time, I would because, yeah. you know, it could be brutal sometimes. Oh, that's yeah. actually she actually we just talked about it. She's talking about offering a new service. You know, and it's all about helping people. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know, of course, it's a paid service, but, you know, it's one of those things they just pick her brain and pay for it and then boom there you go that's awesome. so we found in my industry and I, I think this may translate into your your industry as well you know but for me a lot of the times it was like a lot of people i'm in a certain price range right as designers as creatives and like we get to a point where we've been doing this enough and long enough that we charge what our work is is worth right and not everyone is able to afford that and that's okay like we should be able to attract and repel the right people um but what I found was a lot of people needed the help that I can give them, but they couldn't necessarily afford to just hire me to do it for them. Um, so I created a service. It's a, it's a really scaled down. It's like hire me for an hour. Um, and instead of just paying me to do something for you, we get on a call together and we can go over anything you want to know about your website strategy, about your website. We can make updates to your website. If you've got some things that are not working and you need them fixed, it's kind of like a mentorship. Yeah. But you can also get updates to your site at the same time. So it's like a really scaled down and it's a really affordable, you know, it's a little bit more than my hourly rate. Um, but I feel like it's just a little bit more accessible for people that are like, and then again, you have people that are more, de- there's some people that are like, I don't want to know how to do it. I don't care to know how to do it. I just want to pay you to do it. And then you have other people that are like, no, I really want to know how to do it myself. So I don't have to reach out to people like you later. And so they want to learn how to do it. So I'm going to beta launch something like that. Um, but it just made it a little bit more accessible for people who can't afford to hire me for one to do stuff for them. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. <clears throat> that's something I, um, yeah, you said you use what uh, Pro Procreate? Is that what you said? Yeah, I for, use Procreate. Uh, Apple. Yeah, JC my... uses Procreate. That's what she draws on. I use mm-hmm. a uh, DaVinci Resolve for editing, which I really love, just because it's one, it's free, and yeah. and you can actually like I've started, I dabbled a little bit into it was was oh. basically creating animated three D graphics on there, which the first thing I created on DaVinci Resolve was the Earth, so I created okay. a sphere and and used um key like basically keyframing to be able to animate it to spin and got a a a map of the globe a flat image map of the globe and wrapped it on this sphere and was actually able to make it turn and then i put words around it that also rotated as uh as the world turned right and this is all created in davinci resolve which is pretty wild 
That's awesome. I had no yeah. idea this program could do that. And I was making these things. I'm like, man, I just using that, you can make and do so many different little things, you know, not just with like a sphere, but with really anything. So yeah, that tech is has uh, so much, so much capability. Yeah. Cause I, uh, before I drew on uh, procreate, I would draw regular on paper. I would buy Copic markers. Cause as you can tell, I love, uh, um, you know, superheroes and stuff. So I would draw like Batman, Superman and all that stuff and buy all these, uh, these markers and, uh, you know, pens, pencils, uh, which weren't cheap at the time, um, mm -hmm. at the local art store, but, uh, the procreate, I think it was like $10 and it does everything Yeah, and it looks great too, you know? So tech is uh, next, next, my next move is, uh, after effects get into animations like you just said yeah which is a whole new ball, ball game but uh, i'm excited if you so, could animate some of your work that would be wild man yeah that would be wild <laughs> yeah even just yeah, little it, it, uh, short animations you know yeah 100 you see the channel on youtube that animates podcasts like yeah, stories yes. from podcasts yeah that's that's pretty fucking funny like yeah the, that's probably a joey lot of work. diaz shitting on the wall and the neighbor thinking it's a bear <laughs> i've seen i've seen something like that or they've used like some other types of imagery or clips like meme style i see a lot of people do a lot of meme style and it's just cutting pasting video sections is all it really is yeah um that do that like you know they tell a story about a trash can and they have like a trash can image appear and you know and then they were talking, so there's like a talking image again here, basically like a storyboard within the story, you know. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool because it kind of keeps your attention. But uh, animation is, yeah, that'd be pretty wild too, though. Yeah, it's a, it's for me, it's a little bit intimidating. It looks like a lot to learn, you know. But I guess yeah. you know if you keep doing it, it definitely get like a little bit smoother. But you know, it's I'm, I'm basically like how I used to be when I was like thinking about video editing. I'm like, okay. You look at it, you're like, where do I start first? How do mm -hmm. I do this? And then when you keep doing it, it just gets like, you know, yeah, a little bit easier. In I, a way. I have a little experience in animating, actually. Um, it's very limited to um, sticky notes and stick figures. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen those? Like, you uh, can, like, a you do the jumping jacks. Drawing every page, book. you know? Yeah, a flip book. <laughs> That's like my lim that's my limit animation, which yeah. I had two stick figures fighting and then like one stab the other one with a sword and die. It was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. See, you can create anything. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that. um, I've seen uh, skill. I see. I see. I see. Like early 2000s stickdeath.com. It was a video game on a website that you could, it was two stick figures fighting and like it was fighting to the death. Yeah. Stab them, throw them off buildings and stuff. It's cool. I think. I oh, uh, you guys remember E Bombs World? Oh yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> oh man, I love the games there, especially oh. the archery games. They were amazing. Who was it? Superfly. Do you remember? Was that Joe Cartoon? Is that what it was called? Did y'all ever see those? It was like Joe Cartoon, and then this animation called Superfly. Never. Look it up? You should pull yeah, it. You should not. pull it up, Rebel, because it's similar to like. The stick figures, the E-bombs world type of thing that you could find. It was Joe Cartoon Superfly. Yeah, Joe Cartoon, I believe, is called Superfly. It was just mm -hmm. this little animation. It was very disturbing those. and graphic, but it was mm -hmm. hilarious. Superfly. Superfly. Yeah. yeah. Superfly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, those were hilarious. Yeah, it was a long time ago. 
I'm drunk. Yeah. I'm drunk. It's on YouTube, right? Okay. Yeah, those animated uh, uh, versions <laughs> of the podcast are hilarious. One just popped. That's not me, I promise. What's up? What's up, Who's your daddy? You know who your daddy is? Huh? It's me. Yeah, I'm your daddy. Uh-huh. I'm your daddy. How come I'm your daddy? Because I did this to your mama. Yeah, your mama. I did this to your mama. Call me Superfly. Your mama. Uh-huh. Ah, your mama. Oh, yeah, you suck, but your mama's sweet. You suck, man. But your mama, oh. <laughs> Far out, man. You do suck. Not as good as your mama. <laughs> Spin and follow, huh? Just boy. Oh, my freaking head. I'm so wasted. <laughs> Are you crazy, man? Oh. You piss off Superfly. Superfly. Banzai. Hello. Sika. Hey, DK. Banzai. Sissy. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. Check this out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was like all those little cartoons like that. Just oh so my gosh, crazy. Joe Cartoon. Okay, yeah. we my brother used to like the um the hamster dance. Yeah, the one. hamster, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the frog in the blender. Yep. Yeah, those were yeah. some of the okay, cartoons that were on there. Now I remember. I remember. Yes. He used to like, make me watch the hamster dance. Yeah. That's some old that's God, what is that? Early two thousands, maybe? I don't mm-hmm. know. I may dating myself <laughs> a little bit, but But I mean look how far animation is coming. Yeah. You know, because, like, look at what they did, it, like, with, with the football game today out in London. Hmm. They, it was live animation. Oh, yeah, they yeah. Did the, the, they the did the Toy Story, Story, Story version. What, did yeah. they just put and a filter you, over it or something? I don't know I, what it was. It's, like, AI that was capturing, like, the whole movement. It was damn accurate, too. Like, it was, yeah. it went, like, to the yard. Really? Accurate. Yeah delayed by half a second i have to check this out sometime yeah it was it was they called it the the sunday fun day or whatever and they did it specifically you know and they had both the you know both the games on and you could pick which one you wanted and like they used the slinky as the yardage markers and like the claw mm. would move the ball back onto the field like like we had both of piper and jc were sitting there watching it was it, it, it was really funny was it a mix between the live gameplay no it's and, either or no it was either or. So it was full, like yeah. animated. It basically yes. just took the the field imagery and the player everything on it and made it animated live. Mm-hmm. That's pretty in, wild. In, in Andy's room. Yeah, it was live really? from Andy's room. Yep. Cool. That's uh, I wish we could look at it. Well, that would definitely be a copyright hit. Yeah, that's Disney. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah they they'd send guys in suits to the door, be like, hey. We track this from your IP. We'll go missing. <laughs> We'd be canceled. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you guys see the video of the guy that was on Twitter that was getting like gifted subs and stuff, and then five to ten gifted subs at a time? And then and then the video somebody gifts one sub and he basically just clowns them and trashes them because they're like broke and can only afford to gift one sub. And then immediately no. he let that shit marinate overnight because you know how the internet goes. The internet started to cancel this dude. 
<laughs> came back and said like this is exactly what like they had planned to do it was a setup if you look at the four four and after of this clip it was a setup to post just that particular section on the web uh, because basically it's how people get famous now and now you know yeah. who they are mm-hmm. like i don't know who this fucking person is but all of a sudden now i know who their name is because of this stupid ass video mm-hmm. where they basically yeah. lose cancel culture <laughs> And backfired it. Oh, I was saying a wow. few episodes ago that, that I feel like like both sides are using controversy for for advertisement for for uh, oh, yeah. promotion. You That's know, the type of oh, advertisement yeah. these days. Oh yeah, Ooh, you, you, like, I mean Nadia. You remember the Nadia thing? And then bad media is she's still at it. She's still at yeah. it, but she's just an IRL streamer. She's now like with the yeah. The, she's like OnlyFans and IRL and some other crap or whatever. I yeah, don't know. yeah. And then, like, Censor did that whole, like, just crazy, stupid video, yeah. And and went on a live stream and basically just sucked, like, 12,000 subs off of the viewers. Like, just based off of that, all that hype and shit surrounding, I got these lists and all these names and bullshit, and it was all, it was all a complete lie. Just Mm -hmm. to, just to blow up, like, get viral, you know? Yeah, the guy's name was Sir Gimme, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was supposed to, he, they said it was an experiment to see because yeah. of everything that's been happening the past week and a half, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with kick being under fire with certain content creators. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. The ice. Speaking Poseidon of that, yep. did you see he got ice shit water? Now I have to ask, do you guys think that was real or was it planned? I think it was real. Just the way that he was subdued by Sam. Like he that that he really had him locked up. He it, that yeah. wasn't like I'm holding you as a, a fake thing. It, he had yeah. him locked up. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't believe any of it anymore. Did you guys uh, listen I to don't. the TTS in the video when Sam was uh, locking him up? No, it was no. just like you just got uh, you're getting uh, choked out by a guy in a maid outfit. Get fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I was saying. You got chased down and subdued and choked out by a dude in a French maid outfit and a pineapple haircut, dude. Is that Hilarious. the guy that has like the stupid hair on top of his head? Yeah, yes. he has. It's oh. literally a pineapple. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Right, now, I yeah. mean, it's right behind those Island Boys haircuts. <laughs> well, so did you did you see Ashley's uh reel that she made? No, on Instagram. it's on my business Instagram. Yeah, on the business. It, so she she capitalized on the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey thing. Oh, or whatever. Yeah. she's the one. Where, a lot like, of people in my industry like, did. Yeah, well, they were like where they're waving at her and all that stuff, and then some of the sideline guys, and like, and that, and after that, I've seen it come up a lot more now too, or whatever. It like just with cancel culture as it is, it, some dude posted and was like, "Is like, oh, somebody that kneels for the national anthem," and I'm like, dude, that's so 2020. <laughs> like, who cares? Why are we bringing all that shit up now? Well, I don't even think it was him. I don't even. He didn't say specifically who he was referring to because it has like a bunch of people in the video. It has Travis. It has Patrick. It has some other side. I don't. Other like they're not players. They're like workers. Um, I don't even know who he's talking about. I don't know if he's talking about Travis or he's talking about Patrick. But he was like, you know, he kneels for the for the anthem. Terrible example. Pretty shitty. He should go to Canada with. Kaepernick or whatever, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking. I don't even know oh, what you're Kaepernick. talking about. Yeah, Kaepernick. He, he's yeah. Like, I'm like, which first of all, which person are you referring to? And second of all, then I had to go Google it, right? Because I'm like, 
not that it's going to, I'm not going to take down my reel or anything. Cause it, it wasn't a politically charged reel. It was literally a, a about website design. So, you know, it was like, it didn't have anything to do with it. So I didn't care, but I was like, I just don't know if I should, because I'm a snarky person. I didn't know if I should say something snarky back or if I should just delete it. So I needed to do my research first before I decided how to approach it. <laughs> we definitely appreciate snarky Ash stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, uh, but it was just, it was one of those things to me where I looked at it. I was like, I'm like, D- dude, like, why are you living in the past? Like that shit's over. Like it's just, it, it's first amendment. Like who gives a shit? Mm, yeah. You they know, like, w- yeah, let them do what they do. You know, I, uh, but I'm just like, when I saw it, I laughed. I was like, this is so fucking dumb. I, uh, I've only been on uh, Twitter or X for about four months. I held out for the longest time because I, uh, I would hear how people would try to attack certain <laughs> individuals for saying or doing something wrong. Uh, I, you know, I, I did it just strictly for the stream. A lot of people would be like, oh, do you have Twitter? And I was like, no, I held out for a while. Mm. Wind, wind up getting it. And then the past week people got together and try to go after certain content creators. And it's just like, I didn't believe it. I couldn't believe it at first. I was like, wait, are we all jumping to conclusions or are we going to just, you know, be like adults and understand the situation and then address it accordingly? Why are we trying to attack someone without the full context of the video, you know, off of a 30 second clip, you know, Uh, and it just blew my mind. Yeah. Well, but Twitter in general as a platform, I feel like, and this is, this is coming from, I still do not, I have a Twitter account. I don't use it. Um, I primarily use Facebook and Instagram. Um, personal personally and professionally um i just feel like in my experience twitter seems to be more wrought with that kind of stuff in this particular industry in, in general i don't know about other industries because facebook obviously is yeah i think just bad for everything but instagram there's not quite at least in my experience there's not as much of it in that regard as there is on twitter i'm like i don't i don't touch twitter i just don't I I don't blame you at all. I, uh, yeah, I just go on just to post my stuff and then I'm out of there. Mm. (laughs) Well, people in, people in y'all's industry, like in, in gaming and stuff, y'all is traditionally Twitter. Like that's the platform of choice for most people in the gaming. So it makes sense that, you know, you use Twitter and stuff like that. I'm just fortunate that my people, most of them are not on Twitter. So I didn't really have to jump on, but I totally get why you, you know, would do that. Twitter's like, a safe space for people to pretend that they're brave and say just the most most <laughs> outlandish shit. Can you say it louder for the people for in the back, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Twitter <laughs> is just a place for people to pretend that they're brave behind a keyboard <laughs> and, and put it on the internet and probably get like famous or viral for it. Uh, and and yeah. a lot of it is just a horribly bad take. Most of it is a horribly bad take. And very opinionated and less factual than you would think. There's um, more feelings involved instead of, you know, yeah. context. It's uh it's Facts. a it's a lot of you know what it is, and it's and it's specifically in all these platforms and whole the narcissism running yes. nowadays. And everything is mm-hmm. more of uh me, me, me. I feel this oh, way. Yeah. This is oh, unacceptable. Yeah. I need to speak up for this person yeah. when that person's not even asking for help. Uh, and, they, and it's yeah. just and then it's they just go, like, well, who are you? And then you have the leader who's there and go, I speak on behalf of everyone. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I don't feel that way. So why are you speaking for me? Yeah. If you're going to mm-hmm. have one of these spaces, how about we all collectively just listen and everybody talk? Not just yeah. uh, I'm the leader here now, but who, who made you the leader? Yeah. Like, you know, speak for not- yourself type shit, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't agree with uh, a lot of people 100%. You know, I'd be stupid to. 
And I, yeah. I mean, if you start agreeing with people 100% on everything, you just become a sheep. You know? Yeah. yeah. And you're not a critical thinker at that point. And, and, and that's what Twitter is full of those people. Full of it. It's just overflowing with, I hate to say it, but like, just narcissistic fucking idiot like idiots too and like they have these communities and i love my community and i have all these friends and then they continue on to say like the most selfish self-appointed like narcissistic shit and they don't even realize it and they you don't even realize that's the you crazy the post part, and you're like oh mm-hmm. and they're being serious it's not like they're trolling you know what i mean they're being serious mm-hmm. like i like to go on twitter and fuck around sometimes because it's fun but <laughs> but like these dudes are see they're serious you know and they don't even cool. realize what they're basically just advertising how fucked up of a person they are. <laughs> and they don't well, even this, see it. it. Sorry. But you can you can go and look at it, it, it some of these people in the in the content realm in the sheer volume of people that follow them for the dumb shit that they say and they do, that just goes to show how society is. Oh yeah. That's that sh- Yep. Sheeple mentality. Yeah, Sheeple. like there's there's one. Yeah. Hey, there's one specific dude here on Kick that's the same way. It's like, why in the fuck does he have this platform? Like, why has he not been canceled? One. One <laughs> <laughs> main one. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's one main one. Yeah, he's. Yeah. You know, I I said it before, and 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 uh, I think maybe even on the last show is like there are literally people sitting. Nate and Ross's chat right now waiting for something terrible to happen to him just so they can clip it and fucking post it somewhere yes. else. Yeah. Yes. A thousand percent. That's how fucked up these people are. Like he may have his headspace wrong and way he's doing shit. Like he, 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 his direction isn't great. Right. But he's still a fucking human being, you know? And these fucking people, yeah. I swear to God, they're sitting there waiting for something terrible to happen just so they can clip it. Vultures. They're yeah. just like vultures just sitting there. I feel, I feel like a like lot of the gain, viewers in the bikini screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they want the clout from it. Hot tub streams and stuff. They're they're waiting for that that slip, you know, that, so they can clip it. That you know, that's half of them are doing. Yeah, it's just a bunch of fuck perverts. No, what I'm saying, Jay, is people want that, and all these IRL streamers out in these other countries, like basically, they're on the fucking verge of creating an inter- international incident. Like every damn time they go out there, you know, and people are watching that because they're just waiting for some cop somewhere to fucking shoot them down. For whatever reason happens, you know, or if some other thing the highest happened. news media outlet. Yeah, so it was like, uh, the dude Japan, Japan got yeah. arrested. Yeah, yeah, swatting. You know, people like what the fuck, dude. The dude in Japan that was harassing the the, the locals and stuff. They ended up like forcefully getting him. Like a no, yeah, that guy. Yeah. He got choked out, slapped, and knocked out all on stream before. Yeah, but uh, he he. Dude trespassed on a construction site and like a day later the cops like ambushed him at a store and arrested him for trespassing which means that they were looking for a reason to find him you know they went after him hard because they were just looking for a reason to put him in jail yeah and you know what's crazy though is you know i I know we talked about a little bit last time but just being in japan or whatever like and me knowing a lot of the, the cops up north where i was at it takes a lot for them to do anything to you that's that's why they were looking for a reason to arrest him because they're sick of him mm-hmm. you know on the streets harassing the, the locals and everything and they're, they're just, just sick of know, him and they're, they're just disturbing. finding any reason just to go after him as hard as they could to get him off the streets yeah. they I actually the Japanese- uh, changed the laws too they changed the laws in japan about irl streaming really yeah, yeah i believe so i read an article where they changed the laws and he made national headlines too in japan 
I think his yeah. name is Johnny Somali. Yeah, something like that. That was oh, Johnny Salami or something. Salami. Well, you go down to Okinawa. Know. You go down to freaking Okinawa, and I know the Japanese government is looking for you know a very very good reason to cut ties with the Marines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they, every weekend, something happens down there. Oh yeah, it's a liberty risk. Like every damn weekend there. <laughs> You hear China's yeah. taking all the damn pandas back, except for from Russia because they're the only ones nice to China. Pan- what? Oh well. The Chinese government had taken the world's population of pandas in zoos and and you know places and taken them back because they're just here on rental basically. Or they were on loan, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're loaned out. Yeah, I did hear yeah. about that. There, yeah, there's a lot of cases where they're they're native to somewhere else, and mm-hmm. they'll loan them out to like other countries to um, either populate or put in zoos or things like that. And they decided recently to take all of them back. Well, throw a little freaking hissy fit. Who cares? Good. I, I did see something about that. But it's funny. The only, the only place you'll be able to go to see a panda would be Russia or or China. I'm okay watching animals on television. Behind yeah, the camera lens from Nash Net Geo or something. I'll use the panda stickers on my Instagram story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I. I. The more and more I think about it, the more and more I hate SeaWorld. The more and more I hate zoos and, and just people that aren't there that do more than just cons- conserve. You know, they put on shows and make money and all that. The more and more I hate that shit. You hear that? Was the one in Florida that has a uh, it's one that died recently. In a yeah. in a unsafe pool, or whatever, by lonely by itself. Yeah, the well, yeah, they were, it, it, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it was. Uh, it was in Florida. It was the orca, and I think it was like a week from being released mm. into the wild, and it ended up dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that on a TikTok. Some dude was making a joke about Florida, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That's, that's there's a guy a that keeps calling thing, saying that he'll take the dolphin and release it, just get it out of there because they're not doing nothing with it, you know just sitting there in a tank that's unrepaired and yeah you know what's showing, showing signs of mental you know digression yeah. i think there was uh there was a video that came out uh, a couple of days ago so uh two days ago we had bad uh heavy rain uh in nyc and uh the central park zoo flooded to the top and one oh, sea yeah. lion escaped from the actual zoo and everybody was rooting for it it's like yeah it's not supposed to be there this is yeah this is their opportunity to you know create a new life get out of there (laughs) just one thing (laughs) i you know sea world too all these shamu show i'm like look there's tons of of orcas there and they're you know shamu's been several different orcas so a lot of people know that even though orcas live yeah. for a long time, the original mm-hmm. Shamu is long dead, and there's been several uh, post the original. When you see them out in the wild, like it changes your whole perspective on them being in in pools and cages like that, mm-hmm. and it almost makes and those sick to your pools stomach. are small too. Yeah, I've seen uh, a overhead uh, view yeah. satellite image of one of the tanks, and then yeah. you can see the size of the orca. You're just like, uh, that's that's not okay. It's not even nearly yeah. enough space for it to move. Yeah, it's like having a like a two foot catfish in a bathtub. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I would I mean, eat the catfish. The, <laughs> well, but the, it, that's the thing. Like the the actual like performance tank is bigger than where they actually live. Yeah, 
Oh, that's true. It still isn't that big. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about it. When I heard today that the the water pressure holds the or supports the organs of whales and stuff. So when they take them out of the water, their their organs collapse and they don't live much longer anyway after that. What, like whales and stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about orcas. I know like whales. I'm sure they're body weight. I don't know about orcas because orcas are technically dolphins. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. They're closer to dolphins than they are whales. In the dolphin family. Oh, I didn't know that. I learned something every day. There you go. Yeah, they're fucking enormous though. And uh, (laughs) SeaWorld's got to be making money hand over fish the past couple of years though too. Ugh. Just on the performances. Man. It costs sixty fucking dollars per person to get into that bitch. Sixty oh, yeah. to get in. Whoa. Yes. Unless you're active wow. duty military, you get in for free once per year in the yes. world. I would much rather go see like one of those uh, Universal Studios stuntman shows. Yeah, than, dude. Uh, than a, I'd rather see people in cages. Jumping out of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a word for that, Skip. Prison. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I don't want to go there. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that, but what's the word? They put the lotion in the oh, basket. No, no. I didn't mean it like that. I meant it like Merck says it in the chat. It puts the lotion in on skin. Yeah. Jesus. I can't hear it at all. It's all skipping for me. Oh. It does it every so often for me too. Oh, you're catching up on the the data coming through your, your Wi Fi there. I turned yeah. the fucking Wi Fi off. Well, I can't. You want to share yours? It would be easy. I have none left. Remember? Oh, shit. It works. No, mine's going to take working. a shit it's on just, me. It's just. Guys, no. we're on location. We can see you. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, they're at an Airbnb. And there's some. Yeah. Uh, what'd you call that yeah. in the back on the wall there, Rebel? Uh, broccoli? It's broccoli. Broccoli. Yeah, broccoli. Broccoli on the wall. In a basket. Yep. River laying down, chilling. Oh, man. And when, he, when they said toss the salad, he, he, he tossed it. On the wall. Real well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm getting sad thinking about animals in cages now. I don't, let's move on to something else. So, my, my father-in-law is actually very upset right now. Because you're not there? So. Or what? No, apparently he woke up last night from a dream and he was worried about Ruger getting his nuts chopped off. Oh. <laughs> My dad is really old school. He's like the kind of guy that had dogs, but he never got him like neutered or anything. Yeah. Like, why would oh. you do that? Why would why neuter them? And I'm like, because we don't intend to breed them and why not? <laughs> you know? He's like the same thing with cats. He's like, I had this tomcat and they just they're, it's better because they just go outside. And I'm like, no, because my cats are inside, and if I don't fix them, they'll spray everywhere. Like, but my dad is like, oh, he's so sad for my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before he left he's today, before he left today, yeah. no, before he left today, he was like, oh, poor Ruger, oh, poor Ruger, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was like, you don't even know what's coming to you, buddy. <laughs> oh, I did the same thing with Copper, my dog, before he, we got him fixed too. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry, I, I have you? to do it. How come when you well, neuter a dog, it doesn't change something? the name? What? It changes, when you neuter a bull, it changes the name to a steer. Well, how oh. come when you neuter a dog, it doesn't change the name? Like a D. The same thing with a horse. It goes from a stallion to a gelding. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's an interesting question. Do they call him? What do they? How do they call him? What do we call Tuna when they get neutered? What do we call what? Tunas. Did you say tuna? What do we call tuna when they get neutered? You level. That's what we call them. Level. They're both just clacking together like one of them clack things. All right, we are at the point where we are talking about my nuts again. This happens about once every episode, Chris. No, it's it's all right. Well, you know that, that the, the, Newton, the Newton desk toy that's a bunch of balls that are just clacked together. Yes, that he, he put two, just two balls on that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, da- my dad. It was funny because my dad, before he left, he was like, "Well, how would you feel if you were about to go get neutered?" And Kara was like, "I already did. <laughs> like, I did it already." <laughs> well, I wonder if they could just do the vasectomy style thing on a dog. Instead of actually just taking it all away, taking you know them I mean? out, yeah, you know, so they could, at least them. they could walk around yeah. with something, <laughs> you know, not 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 feel like. Weren't they talking about like little silicone implants? I don't to replace the dogs. With? Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of that. See, it, like I, I, I couldn't imagine myself. With, I couldn't imagine myself without balls if they neutered us like dogs. That would be weird, yeah, man. Yeah, That'd be even worse. You know, it'd be even worse if they neutered you like a like a sheep or a bull. Oh uh, yeah, just wrapping a rubber band around it and letting you <laughs> letting it fall off. <laughs> that is like, thinking about it. The the, the oh, contraption my. that's used to install that band is just it's medieval. Man. It's interesting. Yes, <laughs> it's medieval. <laughs> <laughs> this is some medieval shit that happened. You know, it's. Uh... The, the worst thing that traumatized me as a kid is we we had. Breaded, uh rawallers and every time our dog had puppies my dad would clip the tails that mm. would always mm. that would traumatize me as a kid yeah but when they're they do the same thing with aussies they, lo- they don't have feeling in their tail up and for quite some time after they're born yeah but it still just was weird to me mm-hmm. i like i could watch him cut the dew claws off of uh dogs or or uh chickens the spurs mm-hmm. stuff like that but i can watch him slaughter a chicken but cutting the tails off puppies it just hurt me <laughs> They do the same thing with Aussies, and and well, then there's a lot of breeds, but we just happen to have Aussies. But mm-hmm. there's some breeders now that don't dock tails anymore on Aussies because they it's still the breed standard, which is really outdated. Because the only reason they docked Aussie tails was because they were working dogs and it was safer, so that they yeah. didn't get hurt while they were hurting. That's actually why they used to dock their tails. Well, if they're not hurting, if they're not being used for work, then it's not a safety issue anymore. So you're just docking for the sake of docking, which I don't necessarily agree with. I would never dock a tail or tri- or clip an ear or alter mm. them in any way for aesthetic or breed standard reasons. But there's still a lot of, I mean, ours, our boys were docked. I mean, we wouldn't have chosen that, but we couldn't. Do they take <clears> their dew no claws too? Not their dew claws, no. Yeah, mine's um, docked, just their tails were docked, but we we talked to two breeders, and <laughs> one of them, she did not dock tails. She's like, if they're born with a tail, they keep it. Some of them genetically are just, they don't, they, they're born without tails because, you know, um, but some of them are born with tails, and we would have preferred a tail because, you know, Scott had a tail, and we were kind of partial to it. And we had one breeder that did not intentionally dock, and another one that did, mm. which is who we ended up. And we did ask her, we were like, is it possible to request not? you know docking and she said well you'd have to you'd have to commit to the puppy before because she docks them literally like when they're like three or four days old yeah 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 they're, like, they're eyes aren't even open to yet it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, you'd have to commit to a certain puppy to request that dog. And we were like, well, we weren't picking based off a of color. We were waiting on their personalities to develop. So it wasn't possible for us to mm. prevent a docking. So, but we didn't request the docking. It's just what the breeder did in general. I will mm. say I, aesthetically, I do prefer like the dogs that have the bobtail. I like the look of those, like your dogs, uh, war allers, uh, pinchers. See, I think I don't, I guess because we had scotch, you know, and he was an Aussie, but he had a tail. We were just kind of partial to it, I think. Yeah. That was just normal for us. Uh, he was full size, though, wasn't he? I just yeah, full he size. I think it makes him look standard. tougher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More, more intimidating. <laughs> a raw wire with a dock tail definitely down. looks tougher. <laughs> Sleek, streamline. I don't know if I ever told y'all that, but Piper, so Piper, um, she said one time she told me that she wanted to get one of those. Like, there's so many dogs now that are, they're making them smaller, right? Like Aussies, you can get them in toys now. And Piper wanted to, um, she's like, I want, want like one of those mean looking dogs, but I want them small. She's like, you know, like, like, a, like a Doberman or something. I'm like, so you want a Minpin? And she's like, what's a Minpin? I'm like, it's literally like a tiny Doberman. And so I showed it to her and she's like, no, that doesn't look like, you know, <laughs> lethal at all. And I'm like, but, <laughs> You can get him with the dog. Doberman and you have a miniature dog. A bulldog. She's like a bulldog. And I'm like, then you want a Frenchie. And she's like, no. What does she (laughs) want? What do you want, child? (laughs) She wants the honey I shrunk the kids ray. And a full size. A mini Doberman that doesn't look like a men's hand. They literally look like Dobies. Just small. That's what yeah. it is. Just yeah. chihuahua sized Dobermans. It's like, no, I want a yeah. small Doberman. Like, that's a small Doberman. She wants like a Doberman she's not, mini. She's not, not all the way there sometimes. She wants it to stay a puppy. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Those dogs are prone to be mean, too. Men pins. Oh, all small little dogs. Like, chihuahuas are just angry yeah. little chihuahuas things, man. Are terrible. They're, yeah, they're, they're like a mix between <laughs> Dobermans and Chihuahuas, you know. So mean. I have yet you to run into yeah, a yeah, Chihuahua I that's friendly. <laughs> All of a sudden, they walk up, they're showing their teeth already, and it's just like, yeah. already trying to go after their fingers. Like, they're like eight-pound balls of chihuahuas that talk a lot of shit. <laughs> chihuahuas are responsible for the most human bites per year out of any breed of dog. I, no, that, I, I believe that. No, I it's, it's Chihuahuas, man. That makes sense. That makes sense. I was saying acid chihuahuas are um, responsible for the most human bites per year. Did you hear it? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> I was like, I missed everything that happened after what I said because y'all all froze on me. So good. as soon as over there, like responding, I'm like, <laughs> so that promo there, Jay. Appreciate it. Are, are, are you on the old hotel Wi-Fi? Yeah, I'm on the Airbnb Wi-Fi, and I asked Tina to share his data with me, and obviously Ooh. he said no. So. That is a good question, Jay. I like that. Chris, what is your favorite piece of art you have created so far? Would you say? Ooh, my favorite piece Ooh. of art I've created so far. Did you draw Ooh, those middle fingers um, in the back, or are those ducks? No, those are middle fingers, Mickey Mouse middle fingers. For some reason, I have an obsession with (laughs) Mickey Mouse middle fingers. Oh, actually, you know what? I have the artwork right here on my iPad, actually. Hold on. Yeah. I'd love to see it. I'll show you guys. I'm on this little bitty tiny screen. (laughs) 
I thought they were ducks for their middle fingers, so I like it. You got you got to get the. I, I don't even I have my 15. glasses on. You're a DC. <laughs> you like DC comics, yeah? Yeah, I, uh, I like DC. Um, Marvel too. I'm just you know your regular standard nerd. Star yeah. Wars. Ah, you Batman's, know, Batman's been one of my favorites for a long, long time. Yeah, so I drew a Batman one, which is uh, it came out really good. Um, show it this way, see if you guys see it. But this is my Batman one that I I drew. Oh my god, that's amazing. Holy crap, um, dude. I didn't even find it. Holy uh, One of my friends, she's a teacher, and uh, she, um, her, one of her students uh, had a case of ED, um, and um, she, prompt, she made a promise, like, if you can behave, I'll get you a signed picture of Spider-Man. So I created a, a picture, and then I put, you know, from Spider-Man, to uh, so and so from Sp your friendly neighborhood Spider Man, oh. I took off the uh, font because I'm going to try to get these in print. Yeah, Let's see why is it not okay. turning? Ed, I'm I'm picturing something completely different when you said Ed. Uh, emotionally disturbed. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what Rebel was thinking? I I was uh, like, wait, me, what? I saw Skeb do the same thing. I, uh, I don't know if you can see it that much. Spider Man is dope. That's really cool. You're uh, really freaking talented, man. And then Holy my, my favorite one is I'm trying to get these in prints. Um, so um, my my uncle was a uh, KIA in Vietnam and uh, I'm named after him. So I created this like Vietnam portrait that I want to blow up and give it to my father. But I, have, I haven't had the time to do so. But this is one that I made for him. Wow. Oh, that's Bro, so that cool. So nice. that's my favorite one that I want to blow up and actually like put it in like a wood frame and stuff, but just haven't had the time to do so. Wow. Yeah. What else? You're, you're incredibly talented, man. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. amazing. Holy cow. Those were some phenomenal pieces of art. Our, our youngest, she's on, um, she'll be 11 in December and she's been in procreate for, I think we finally got her on procreate about a year ago. And it's been really cool to watch her develop those skills and just like, she'll take, you know, pictures of like a, a cherry or a strawberry or something like that and then she'll come to us and she'll show us like here's the here's the stock that i used and here's the one that i drew and so yeah, yeah that's it's so cool watching you guys do that because i'm like i'm a designer but i can't draw for shit like i'm not creating anything from scratch like that and i don't know where she gets it from but what you guys do is just crazy like so so cool yeah because before i did the digital art i actually you know regular canvas you know Drawing paper, markers, pencils, erasers. Yeah, we go through it. pencils mm -hmm. like left and right. Uh, but this is a lot mm -hmm. cleaner too, because you know, if you mess up on regular piece of paper, you have to take the white out and like, you know, go a little bit <laughs> slow to erase it, you know. But uh yeah, I, I don't know where I got it from either, you know. I just sit down and just uh, you know, it's good for me for like just to escape for a couple hours and just mm -hmm. this is go my, after it. My friend who I've served with, he's retired now, but I bought this oh, that's awesome. him. That's so cool. He does a lot of nautical uh, and then very, I want to say late 80s to like early 90s, almost skateboard style art. Okay. Um, and uh, he's local here, but I bought this off of him. It's actually painted on wood. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So we, there's been a longtime follower in my stream. Um, haven't seen him in a while. Still talk to him on Instagram all the time, but he actually paints and does all that type of stuff. <clears throat> and I found one of the paintings and I was dude, like, dude, I fucking love that. He sent it to me. 
Oh, I, I remember. remember. And you I had it yeah, behind you at one point. Yep. Yeah. 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 When you were so, in Japan, I think it's wasn't in it? my cube still. I just hadn't hung it up, but it is mm-hmm. still in my cube sitting there. But uh, yeah, like because I'm an I'm abstract kind of guy. I like more of the abstract type type art. And he mm-hmm. just had one, and I it, I loved it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was P. Miller. P. Miller. My daughter yeah, did this. Yeah. We were talking about how we all met at Blackout. This mm-hmm. one because this game was such an important game to me. Oh, that's so awesome. Me one. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. And you got so, lights behind it too. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I put the lights in. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it. yeah, I like that. So, Chris, just FYI, I'm going to be hitting you up, my guy. Oh yeah, hit so, me up, man. I, I don't know how often you listen to the podcast, but oh, um, I've, I've listened to a couple episodes. Uh, so, my. Uh, our oldest, um, Scotch, the dog that we were referring to, uh, he passed away. He's 13 years old, uh, almost 14. Uh, we had to put him down and she was like, I want to, I want to get a tattoo or whatever. And I was like, okay, this will be the one time that I would like cave on something, you know, when she's under 18, she'll be 17 this month. And so trying to find a, um, a design, you know, and she's kind of come up with something, and it was like, okay, so I'm probably going to be hitting you up to see about getting a design from you for that. Let me up, man, yeah. Because so, I think know. she wants she wants to do like a paw print, but okay. in the paw print be like him. Okay. Like I, almost like okay. realism of him. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That'd be yeah. Like different photos in each section of the paw. That'd be dope. No, it, yeah, well, it would be the she, paw and then photo, like the face window. in the paw, right? His face. Yeah, it's yeah like, his face. Like a window almost, right? The paws are yep. like a window. Okay. Kind of they actually That's did crazy. his paw prints for us before we had him cremated, but they did yeah. his paw prints for us before they cremated him. So Man, yeah, he, yeah, they no. grew up together. We got him whenever he was like a year and a half old and Piper was like five or six. And then we finally had to put him down this last July and she'll be 17 this month. So that was like her first dog, you know, mm-hmm. they yeah. grew up together and so she was like I really want to get a tattoo with Scotch and so they agreed to get a matching tattoo and I was like the one thing I ask is please don't go get one of those really like off the wall like literally off the tattoo shop wall pop yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. don't do that <laughs> like, yes pop art. do something that's yeah. been meaningful so they've been searching for someone who could do that for them so yeah 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 I could uh, definitely come up with some ideas for sure yeah that'd be so of course. cool yeah, yeah. So I, I learned my lesson. Uh, I got my first tattoo uh, when I was uh, seventeen, and it just—I was sixteen. Oh yeah, you were sixteen. I, yeah, I didn't I even 16. need a. So is the law still uh, seventeen? Your parents would have to sign a form or something like that in, in order for you to get it, or under so, eighteen, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't have to sign a form, and uh, I just went and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to get bo- this." My boyfriend was a tattoo artist. So oh. <laughs> Hmm. Garrett said tuna paid to have them covered up later <laughs> because because they were initials this is this is mine right here this thing is 25 years old oh wow that's my uh, I can't show mine tattoo. it was done by an, a um what do you call him uh not a professional but uh not the amateur he was a um apprentice, um, apprentice. Uh, apprentice. yeah for 40 bucks and I got forty dollars worth of a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talk about uh, pay for what you get. You know, it's it's actually a little better than you know than than forty bucks, but like, it's definitely got some age on it now. It's twenty five years old, so mine's twenty three years old. Yeah, 
I definitely didn't make a good choice in my first one, though, I, I would think. I think it's the first one is just everybody's excited to get one. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just like, I don't care what it's. I just came. I had a crazy idea. I saw something on like Google and I just went to the artist. I was like, I just want this. And he's like, yeah. OK. And he was fairly new too. He's only been tattooing for like a year and a half. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 faded. It's got the line work. It's crazy. It's it is line work like that breaks out the outline that's just like strays away. It's just crazy. It's insane. Oh, I've yeah. been trying to figure out how to cover it up, but you know that's the thing. The first one I was just more like you know go big or go home, and I instantly yeah. regret that because it's like my whole arm now I have to cover up. <laughs> Do y'all wanna... remember what the most popular tattoo for women was in like the early two thousands? Was it like Butter a rose or something? No, uh, was it a butterfly a on the lower What do they call it now? Stamp? They call trans it a trans stamp. stamp. <laughs> that was my first tattoo. Oh no! <laughs> Outside of your boyfriend, it's not. It's not a butterfly. No, I had. Oh. I, well, no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. My first tattoo in like a tattoo shop was like the the trans stamp, but it's not even a butterfly. It's actually my name mm. because I was like, oh, you spell my name, you know, really uniquely because my name's not spelled with an L E Y. It's spelled with that Y, and I thought that was really cool back then. Apparently, and. Like, yeah, so make my name look really cool and put it on my lower back because that's where everyone was getting their tattoos in the early 2000s as a female was in their lower back. That was the cool thing. And then we went to a comedy show one time and they asked about people that had tramp stamps. I looked at him and I was like, if you raise your hand, I will fucking kill you. In high school, I was in a metal band and I thought that it would be a good idea if I got the band logo tattooed on my tramp, tramp stamp spot, lower back. Wait, Revel, you got that, a tramp I don't, stamp, no, dude? No, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't have one. I don't have he one, but I thought, thought that it would, would be cool. Oh, I was time, thinking yeah. he was, a, he's like, so I did it. But yeah, I'm like, no. in my defense, in the early 2000s, it wasn't called a fucking tramp stamp, okay? I did it when it was cool. Yes, it, was. it was cool mm. when I did it. It was still Just because called everyone a tramp else stamp. doesn't think it's cool anymore doesn't mean it wasn't when I did it. <laughs> it was, even when it was cool, it was still called a tramp stamp. Yeah, most no, dudes it called it that. It was, okay, well, it wasn't That's how we knew popular, when they put out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was so you didn't forget I mean, who you were behind. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was like, no. Nah, nah, she lot of did girls have a little tattoo back there. Oh, I yeah, literally do. I still do. I need to get it covered up or something at some point. I still look at it. Wow. I'm going to get it. You know, I honestly nah, I forget that I have stamp. it. Because <laughs> I've had it for so long that I don't, I honestly forget, forget I even have that stupid yeah. thing. Other, otherwise, I probably would have covered it up by now. But Yeah, I forget I, I have the ones I can't you know. see. Yeah, I can't see it, so I forget that it's there. I always forget M. about the one on my back. He has an M on each butt cheek. So when Me it too, yeah. Over, it I have one on my back. I always forget. When he's on I his like head, it says, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, oh, I forgot I had a tattoo back there. <laughs> Wait, Chris, you got a tramp stamp? No, 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 no. I got a, I got a tattoo. I got a, uh, I mean, this is bad, but. Not a barcode, uh, right? No, 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 okay. no. It's, uh, remember, you guys remember the affliction shirts with uh, MMA? Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. I got, you know, I went on vacation. I got a little couple of drinks in me and I was like, you know, what? I want to go get a tattoo. I had an affliction shirt. I had no idea what I was going to get. I walked in. I was like, I have, I have space. I was like, okay, cool. I just, he's like, what you, he goes, what are you going to get? And I was just like, took off my shirt and I was just like, can you just do this sign? So it's just the uh, fleur de lis upside down. So it's the affliction logo. <laughs> the George St. Pierre one, huh? You had the George St. Pierre shirt on, didn't you? Uh, I forgot which one it is, but George St. Pierre is my favorite fighter. Of so, all time. Yes. Uh, goat. Yeah, he is my favorite number one. 
Yeah, I was scrolling so, through Instagram the other day and I was like, oh shit, I forgot about that fucking tattoo. Like legit, I completely <laughs> forgot about that motherfucker. I have yeah. lips on my ass and my first tattoo is down here. I for, I just forget I'd have them. You have lips on I have ass. one in each hip. Yes. Like, I have one on each hip like where if I was to wear like even a bikini, it would cover that where the strips of the bikini are, it would cover it. That I, And even those, they're in the front and I still forget about them because they're so small and I just never oh. like really see them. But those were the ones that my ex-boyfriend tattoo artist did they put them there because that way even if i wore the key about my mom she wouldn't be able to see them so we covered them up with other things but that's where they're at so they're like so inconspicuous now that like i just forget that they even exist <laughs> and i had to pay to cover them up <laughs> <laughs> i mean you didn't have to you kind of offered <laughs> I, I was I, oh, I, I was tired of looking at her naked and seeing some other dude's initials <laughs> It's like, uh, we're going to the tattoo shop, and I think we were there within three days, and then my fuckers were covered up. <laughs> I never understood I, initials. I, I, I was initials. tired of my ears touching some other dude's initials. Oh, I my God. We, we don't have to, shirts. like... Oh, sorry. No, you did. No, no. He's Susie being an idiot. He's stepping over the line. Talk right over now. him, please. <laughs> No, I, uh, I used to have to wear long sleeve shirts because uh, my grandmother's very old school. She just didn't like tattoos, and I used to have to hide it from her. Even like in 98 degree weather, I'm coming out with a thermal on, and uh, they'll be like, "Aren't you hot?" I'm like, "No, I'm fine." Until like I was, what was I, 25, and uh, I made the mistake of just like going to grab for something, and my shirt went up a little bit, and she <laughs> just had a conniption. She started crying. She was just like, "I can't believe you," and I was just like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. My grandma was one of the first people to get her eyebrows tattooed on and permanent makeup done, like way back in like the seventies. Oh, really? And every time I would get a tattoo, she'd be like, oh, "That's that's cool, but don't get another one, baby, baby. Don't don't get another one." <laughs> I was like, "You got tattoos on your face. <laughs> Mine are on my arms, chest, and back." You could say like, "My grandma's got face tats, bro." <laughs> yeah, yeah, face, right. Yeah, my grandma had fake tits and face tats. Oh my god. Fucking Dolly Parton over here. Yeah, my grandmother had to get used to him because she was a little upset when we would get him. She wore a beehive well into the eighties. Oh geez. So yeah, Dolly wow. Parton. My dad still. He was like, "You didn't always have your nose pierced, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, daddy. I always." I'm like, "I've had my nose pierced for like ten years. <laughs> like, I took it out for a little while when I joined the military, just because." I was taking it out more often than I was wearing it, and the retainer was a pain in the ass. So I was like, but as soon as I got out of the military, I, I repierced it. But yeah, collectively, I've had it for like 10 years. So you could tell he was just like, he didn't really like it. He didn't say it, but he could tell he didn't like it. Is yeah, that, that look like, hmm, how long have you had this? Say to my, my dad and my sister. Yeah. He'll be like, <laughs> Did you always have a tattoos behind your ear? And she's like, yeah, because she always had her hair down. So he had no idea. He was like, hmm. <laughs> My daughter did a bunch of poke and scratch, poke tattoos on herself when she was like 15. I, oh I'm God. noticing new Piper's ones all done the time. That. I'm, I'm done still that. noticing new ones. And I, she's not doing it anymore. I have one of those two. Two, actually. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. We're not the only ones because, like, we. Mm. Piper did that. She's got like on one of her middle fingers, she's got like three little X's. Mm. I don't know. I don't remember what they stood for. It was like in her um um she, she was her Harley Quinn Diesel. era. No, it's like <laughs> her 
her Harley Quinn kind of era oh, kind of thing. And, okay. But she, yeah, so she's got like the three X's right there and she's got another one somewhere else. And I noticed it long before he did because I think he just probably assumed it was probably pen because, you know, teenagers like to write on themselves with pens in school. Three but X's. That was one that, that never changed. The shift finger would be cool as shit. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Or you could just do shh. Yeah, no, but the three X's would be still be cooler, I think. I like the one where it's right now um, she could just do this and it would work just fine. <laughs> like the little mustache we see now that people get the tattoo on their finger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's kinda cool. Yeah. Oh, the, like yeah. smoking a cigarette like that, I used to the little mustache. I, I don't need it. <laughs> no, I know, but it's like the cool little, you know, the old school uh the, the curl ups on the end and stuff. I know someone uh, who doesn't have tattoos on the outside of their body, they have it in their lips. Just because they just wanted to experience it, but their parents wouldn't allow it, so they did the inside of their uh, their lips. That sounds yeah, but I heard that those disappear after a while. Yeah, they fade away. Sounds yeah. painful. Yeah, they're all frozen for me. Or people yeah. that tattoo their eyes. You're frozen. Oh, I can only imagine how that feels, man. The, the black oh. alien guy, Anthony oh. Anthony oh. Lafredo. He, yeah. I just found out that he has his teeth dyed purple as well. I don't know how. He, they did it, but he has his teeth died. He probably removed oh, the enamel on his teeth and dyed them. Now they're all, they're probably just going to rot out of his face eventually anyway. <laughs> Is that the guy who's missing ears? Yeah, he He's, cut his ears his off, nose, split his and tongue, his nose off too. Nose, three fingers, two, fingers, each, two or three. Two yeah. fingers. Yeah, yeah he's, two he's and like a thumb. This. He's, he's, uh, he, wants so to do, he wants to do a leg. He wants to cut his leg he wants, off. He wants to amputate a leg and have a prosthetic. I get it. And like why? Like so uh, you're fortunate to, to have your legs. Yeah, why would you? I know. Can somebody commit that, dude? Could you imagine hey. somebody who in it lost a limb and didn't want to know. lose the limb, and this guy just voluntarily wants to take it off? Like, he yeah. can piss off I mean, about ninety percent of the amputee veteran community. Oh yeah, but like it's it's one of those things again. Like he's not hurting anybody but himself. True. You know, let him do it. As long he, as he although he does him. like suffer the consequences, he gets kicked out of restaurants all the time just for his looks and shit like that. And he he just takes it all in stride. He doesn't raise a fuss or nothing. As long as he, they don't hand oh, him a handicap sticker, he can cut his leg off. I'm good with it. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's a different country, so I mean, oh, I that's right. What country is he in? Like Colombia, I think Spain, or Spain, or so does like he have any America. issues like breathing? Um, since he uh took his nose off. Kind of like a pug. I, I don't know. He's <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jack, so I would probably not. It would actually be better, probably, because there's no nothing restricting it. It's just straight. Yeah, that's true too. But he's got less of the because your nose has like hairs all through it inside. But that, that protects. Help filter. But that protects you. Yeah, that yeah. protects you. Could you imagine be like riding around and like a bug just flies straight across? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> literally go straight to his brain, bro. What are you gonna put your, you're gonna put your head up and just go. <laughs> it just goes straight into his nose. He's like a nose like nose a bug flattened on a windshield. <laughs> he looks like a skeleton. You know how if you look well, at how about skull, his ears. He doesn't have a uh, lobes. Yeah. He just has. Do you want to see it? How does he wear sunglasses, man? There's nothing like to sit there. I don't think he know. wears sunglasses. Yeah, let's let's pull him up again. I know we pulled him up once before, but it's definitely interesting uh, to look at for sure. Now that would have to affect your hearing. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. You Maybe probably can't hear as well. 
Yeah, that would have to affect your hearing. Because these are just like little, you know, little like like sound capturing devices and such. Y'all have fun. I'm not clicking it. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. he's got his lips cut. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, wow. Lips removed. Yeah, that was a point too. You see his original photo. That was him to the left. That's his original photo. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. He wow. was a good looking man. Man, very good. Yeah, he wasn't. Hell. He wasn't unattractive before. Like. Yeah. Well, what's the what's the what's the goal? What is he trying to? He wants accomplish? to be the a black alien. Oh my gosh, man. He has a lot of implants around his body. Yeah, he, he's he's had a, a bunch installed and removed. Like I don't even think he's got like all these facials in anymore. That has to like when he gets older, that's gonna have to that's gonna take an effect, no? I would think effect. so. I would yeah. yeah. Uh because gravity is gonna have to it's if wow. <laughs> I mean wow. Gravity's gonna do its thing. Yeah. This Especially one, like his eyebrow part. Too. Yeah, they just sag over his eyes eventually. They're gonna sag over his eyes eventually. Yeah. Well, look if you see look this one, he has you don't have any implants in. He, mm -hmm. he gets them removed and stuff. Sometimes his body will straight up reject them. So his head is just like this wow. sagging yeah. flap of skin. And, and who's doing down. these operations though? That's the question. People just who will take the money. Yeah. Lord have mercy. Three fingers. I Some couldn't. people do anything if they get paid for it. I mean, his nose is just so wild looking, man. It's just so. Well, there's this a picture before he cut his, his nose, nose off. Yeah. I mean, he kind of looks that's like Prometheus, so he could have stood there. I think that's, that guy looks different. No, that's the same dude. Well, his his eyes were are tattooed here, but he has a yeah, nose. Yeah, he looks different. There he has but a even no his, nose. Even, even the shape of his face, though. Look at the shape of his face. It looks like. I mean, it's. Well, he did lose lose some weight too. It's probably he's all more in shape now. It's probably all fucked up because all the shit that he's done to himself. You know, all the scarring. I can imagine there's tons of scarring and you know, constantly that's, healing. I don't know. I kind of feel bad, man. That's that's tough. He did it to himself, bad, so I don't feel bad. He likes it. Yeah, I don't understand. That's wild, man. I'm still stuck on the bug thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where is that fucking bug? It just flew he's right into Spain. the hole. <laughs> yeah, if he's from Spain, he's got to stay off the Vespas. He's not gonna be able to cruise around. No, know? even worse, he's from France. France. Oh, he's so, French. I mean, yeah, oh, that's even worse. Yeah, oh, wow. Stay off the Vespas. But can you imagine a gnat going up his fucking nose? <laughs> yeah, or in his ear, like oh, that little little tiny. What, what are you gonna do? Oh, get tweezers. One of these goes up in his nose. <laughs> wearing a dress, a silverfish or something, just oh. crawls up in there. That's just so. Uh, I just I don't know what goes through someone's mind to to want to do that. You know, weirdness. Like I couldn't imagine what. Like would this it be is extreme for me? You know. That's yeah. Yeah. I would I would like to say I would want to know a psychologist professional opinion on this dude. I agree. Thank you. Like mm -hmm. after some sessions, like I would want to know what this dude gets diagnosed with because I guarantee you it's something. It's got to be like body dysmorphia for one. Exactly. It's the only like thing he that doesn't could, see could himself the way he wants to see himself. Oh, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some other psychosis disorders they could get him with. 
that's kind of dope though. And there's like, people that's just who good uh, artwork. I think there's one guy who tries to look like the Ken doll. Oh yeah, He's oh, plastic yes. surgery as well. Oh, yeah, yes. I wouldn't yeah, search mm-hmm. it. Well, well, yeah, I have safe, me... safe shirts is on. Oh, you say okay? There's. Is it this dude? I, uh, I think so. it is. I yeah. think there's a couple of them, to be honest. So there's there's definitely been several of them. Guy who looks like Kendall. There you go. Yeah. 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 There we go. Yep. Yep. Bro, that is like Uncanny Valley type shit, man. Like it's human, but it's not. They don't even look real. Yeah. Well, that Barbie chick is even like, Ugh. like what she did to her waist. Holy shit! It doesn't look real. You're right. It's like a like a a wax figure yeah. or something. Yeah. Like it's not they even look fake. like yeah. one of those AI yeah. robot things. Like at what least they if they like altered before? themselves to look like the Ken doll and looked like a real person and they just looked that would be one thing, but they don't even look like real people. Looked totally right normal here. before. Totally normal. Is it is it maybe because they get addicted to these surgeries or altering maybe. their image? Uh, That's think. definitely a thing. It could be like tattoos are addicting, they say. You know, yeah. I think body modification is just, and, and plastic surgery is the same way, you know. Here, oh, even even his uh, is his muscles uh, yeah, implanted too. Yeah, yeah, he's, he had yeah he's got this. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh my god, I love I love this. The <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. People are so dumb. There was one where dude was this. like leaking. It like burst. This guy got like, knocked the fuck out in a boxing match. One though, this dude. Well, those there muscles aren't muscle. They're like not it's even funny that these that they think that it's attractive, even that it's yeah. like appealing in some way. That's a, it's that's a type of body dysmorphia as well. It's got to be. Well, the dudes, their muscles aren't even like strong. You know what I mean? No, no, not at all. They're completely weak. They're just they're just so inflated with that oil or whatever they the synthol. Yeah, it doesn't it, it? Is that like they're if really it? I will say this looks better than this dude's for sure. <laughs> I will say that. Like this dude looks like he actually might be a bodybuilder. That no, dude not, looks not like in the shoulders. A fucking <laughs> that guy looks like he spent too much time alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like what was it? Fucking Quagmire lady. when he found out about the <laughs> internet. Oh geez. The lady in the water movie, that guy who had like the huge right arm, it was just massive, strong. <laughs> now if that burst, is there like an issue if it enters the bloodstream? Oh yeah. There's uh there's a video of two of somebody like an infected muscle or something and it was like oh yeah it, it, it kills the muscle and over time it like rock hard and it's, it's kind of like cauliflower ear where like it's at first it's all juicy and then it calcifies and gets hard yeah. same thing mm-hmm. with the muscles and it will make it to where they can't even use them they can't like oh. they're just locked yeah like it solidifies them so they have to just wow. keep injecting it for it to not do that right yeah oh my gosh Oh, that was like in my shoulder surgery. They took a, I actually had a fully calcified tendon in my shoulder that they had to remove. That's wild, man. Because that's, that bone spur was pushed on the calcified tendon and that's what was causing that rotator tear. Mm. Mm. So yeah, oh, it's weird. A... Whenever I put, whenever I push on my shoulder, you can feel the gap. Like wow. with your finger, you can put your finger in it. Oh yeah. I can feel right here. Super creepy. Ew. <laughs> wow. I can put my finger in a bullet wound and an exit wound. 
Is it... <laughs> so do you have like a dimples like a like a pocket yeah. there rebel where, where yeah shot. yeah and then where some of where the some of the bullet fragments had to get cut out later mm. they were coming out of a hole there and then they eventually it blocked it to where they couldn't get out they had to cut it out mm. and uh that left a hole as well But I was going to tell another story about my, my grandma. When I got shot, I was 21. And then I finally heard a story how my grandma, when she was a kid, she accidentally shot herself in a hunting accident. Never knew that. 21 years of my oh. life, did not know my grandma had gotten shot in a leg, in her leg as well. But it just was flesh. You know, she, her, her grandpa fucking didn't want to get in trouble. So she, he, well, yeah, her grandpa didn't want to get in trouble. So he like bandaged her up and told her to hide it. Damn. (laughs) Oh, man. My uncle, he freaking shot his leg. Whatever. So he's trying to clean shit or whatever. And he's like, like, I know about gun safety. And then boom, fucking hits himself with a 12 gauge in a leg. I've seen a lot of those videos like that, man. uh, People are dumb, bro. Mm -hmm. It hurts me to watch. And then that, y'all see that one video about that uh, instructor? Yeah, I think he, Let's yeah, do that. he shot it. Yeah, he in shot himself. Yeah, in a classroom, yeah. he was in a class and shot himself as he was trying to draw. Yeah, like you're in a classroom. Why do you even have a fucking round in it, you idiot? Hers, she lent leaned, lent the uh, gun up against the fence and then climbed over it. And when she got mm-hmm. over on the other side, it fell over and shot her in the leg. Jesus, I, I mean that type of stuff. Okay, but like you know, some of these other ones you see, it's just like. Here's your sign. When my mom got the call that I had been shot, she's like, what did he do? She thought I shot myself. (laughs) (laughs) She's knowing me. like, Because the year before, I burnt my face off. I had second degree burns over 98% of my face. It's completely swollen shut. And the next year, I got shot. So she was like, what do you do now? Her confidence <laughs> level was so high. <laughs> you know what, though? If if my mom got that phone call, she'd probably say the same shit. I probably would too. Like if it wasn't, it, like if I wasn't at work, yeah, Ashley and my mom yeah. would probably just be like, "What the fuck did he do? Like, yeah. what kind of dumb shit happened?" <laughs> What's TT? Jay? Speaking of burns, have y'all ever had a steam burn? Oh yeah, oh, God. yeah, they're terrible. Oh my god so we have this steamer um it's a it's one that goes in the microwave right so it has the little vent on the top that you can vent it so that when you put it in the microwave and you run it it should be letting the steam out of the top so there shouldn't be as much steam built up in the bowl when you take it out so i used it for potatoes the other day and i thought that the steam thing was open but apparently it wasn't open all the way and so when i went to take the lid off i was it snaps on the sides so i unsnapped like this and all the steam came out. And this thumb right here, right at my cuticle, it like the steam blew out. And that is the most excruciating burn I've ever. Like I have burnt myself with irons before. Like, with irons. I have burnt myself with, like you name it. I've burnt myself with it. This, this steam burn after 10 minutes of steaming potatoes in this fucking bowl and then opening it, opening it and the steam coming out, my mm. entire thumb it it literally felt like someone was taking a branding iron and just holding it on my thumb and you could not like you couldn't stop it. And so we were looking it up because Tuna's like, he's very, he doesn't overreact about anything. 
right? Like, he's like, unless you can visibly, unless I'm like bleeding out on the floor, he's not reacting. Like he's not, he's like, it's fine. Yeah, but, even if you, but even if you were bleeding out, I probably wouldn't freak out. I'd probably go into freaking cop mode. But his level of concern is like, not there. He's like, you're fine. Like, unless he can visibly see that you're damaged, <laughs> he thinks you're fine. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like Googling it. I'm trying to figure out because I've never had a like on the floor. Like... Right. <laughs> I'm like, no, really. No, Did really. Did you get a paper cut again? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no, really. This is serious. So I'm like Googling it, trying to, I'm like, cause I've never had a steam burn before. I'm like, baby, you don't understand. Steam birds can be really misleading because they can leave the top skin intact, but it can damage the bottom layers of skin more. So you don't really know until you like give it time. Sure enough, like three days, what, this has been like three or four days, my entire, like this whole area, you can't see it, but this, like right where my cuticle is underneath here, it's completely numb. I cannot feel it. And it's all bubbled and blistered up. Like this whole thing is nothing but like a bubble and a blister. So I showed it to him today and he like ran his finger over it. And his, he, this is how you know Tuna all, like he acknowledges that it was more serious than he probably thought it was to begin with. He's like, huh. I really did blister up. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking think? <laughs> like, My thumb is falling his, off. Like, it'll buff out. <laughs> that's his acknowledgement of it was actually probably kind of bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, four days later. <laughs> like that, but that was the proof he needed that it was worse than he thought it was to begin with. <laughs> I wouldn't smack. I wouldn't grab the damn aloe. I was like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, aloe, right? I was like, put aloe on it. So as I'm googling it, you know, what's the first thing it says not to do? Do not put any ointments or anything on it. It says to put it under cool running water for like 30 minutes, and that stops the burn process. In case anyone ever gets a burn, the best thing you can do is run it under cool, not cold. Do not put ice cubes in it. Cool mm-hmm. running water. Um, or you can submerge it too, but they say running water is better. And I can tell you that it is because in, if you submerge it in water, cause I tried to do it cause I was tired of fucking standing up at the sink. Um, you have to keep moving it around because I think the water immediately surrounding it gets, it heats up from this, the, from the heat from your, your skin. Um, so you have to keep moving it around. So anyway, you run it under for like 20 to 30 minutes. And that is not just for a pain reliever. It's also so that it stops the burning process. Mm-hmm. in the layers of skin so if it's continuing to damage and burn the skin tissue running it under cool water will stop that process so i did not know that before but um that was the most excruciating pain uh, burn pain i have ever been in in my life it was really bad you haven't gotten well, hot oil on your hand before like like boiling oil like from frying something or whatever um I've, i mean i've had like frying oil pop up on me oh and but not, like, that's like spilt it on your hand or something no no no, yeah. no. i've never like <laughs> spilt it on my hand or whatever no yeah and so then it so then she's running around the water and she goes the water's not cool anymore first thing that popped into my head i didn't say it out loud at that very moment but i was like we're in the fucking south the pipes are hot as fuck cool water's <laughs> only gonna last for like two seconds <laughs> Well, it was also just because I couldn't tell how cold it was because my finger was so fucking hot because yeah. I put my other hand under it and I was like, oh, wait, it is actually pretty cool. <laughs> it's just that finger. <laughs> yeah, I used to work in a catering hall as a server. We used to get burns on our uh, forearms all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my buddies, uh, they put a, a hot chafing dish on top of a, a serving tray. And Ooh. as he was walking Ooh. around with it, the tray actually slid 
to where the it was resting on his from the back of his neck all the way to his face and oh no. you know it took him a while to realize until the initial hit dropped the whole the whole tray down and he had a whole line from here all the way to his mouth Holy just no. um, yeah yeah Whoa. it was pretty bad our 16 year old just started working at a pizza place for the first time. And so she's like, <laughs> she, could, she comes home all the time and she's like, I got burned here and I got burned here and I got burned here. Hands. Worked at a fast food. My first job was a fast food Italian restaurant. We had to do breadsticks and, and pans and you'd have to reach up and grab the breadsticks. And when you get to the back of the pan, you reach. <laughs> when it was busy, you'd get to the back before it had time to cool off. It'd be still be fresh out of the oven. You're already at the back and burn the shit out of yourself. Yep, all the time. All the time. Well, that's like that, the damn Quiznos oven and the little racks they put them on. I was the world's worst about burning my fucking fingertips off because I would just be sitting there. I'm doing my thing during you know rush hour, and then I grab one. It. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> I'm surprised I still have fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> My my face burn. I was uh, I was working in a town that had a Renaissance festival in it, and I was unemployed at the time. So I was like, I'm gonna learn how to fire breathe and then get a job at the Renaissance festival as a fire breather. <clears throat> I was drinking one night, being careless. I didn't do the precautions you're supposed to dampen yourself so you know don't catch fire, and I, I didn't do that. And somebody brought uh, kerosene for the first time and not lamp oil. And I Ooh. thought it was lamp oil, and the kerosene burns. Uh, longer, and I was like, I thought I was doing good. I was burning like spitting the longest flame, the in for length and duration. And all of a sudden, the wind like blew it back into my face, and there was like two foot flames coming off my face. I stopped, dropped, and rolled. And like looking back at it, when I stopped, dropped, and rolled, I dropped like a foot from a horseshoe stake. So I could have impelled myself too, dropping. And then I went. Got the fire out, went, took a shower, and I came in. I was like, I'm just going to go to sleep. You know, and I woke up the next day. My face was completely swollen and shut, and everybody was like, No, you're, you're going to the hospital. <laughs> All they did was give me an antibiotic cream and some like Darvacet at the time or some shit. Said, Go home. <laughs> See, I feel like Rebel, I would be cautious of spending time with you. I feel, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like we would end up in some sort of physical harm if i'm not sitting around a fire just just sitting I, i'm one of the guys that's like there's a fine line between danger and fun and i i fall off that edge to know where that edge is i i we would jump over the fire for sure i would imagine i, I i'm not with it the last yeah, time like, i had a camp out uh somebody it was jumping over fire and they fell into it. So I've, I've walked on hot coals. I didn't want to fall into mine <laughs> on purpose and by mistake. The fire's a burner built into the ground. Yeah. My fire pit, it's a brick fire pit built into the ground. How big so is it? You're falling that, you're falling on a hole. <laughs> Burning pit. So what you're saying is that we could put it's ramps probably, on either side of it and like, jump it with our bikes. That would be awesome. Yeah. So as I'm it's falling down, like, I'm gonna be... yeah, it's it's probably like three foot by three foot. By oh yeah, foot. we could totally jump that, dude. Yeah. See, I, I'd go to fall into that thing, and I'd be like, "Well, here's my first first class ticket to hell, boys." <laughs> go down. <laughs> first class one way mm. ticket. Where we go? Yeah, I feel like, uh, last time I rode a motorcycle, I came back with like a scraped up face from endoing over. 
See, that's what I'm saying, bro. You're like, I, yeah. remote, I was endoing on a motor. Like, fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a pit bike too, which is even worse. Oh, jeez. <laughs> see, I think I've calmed down a little bit as I got older. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I think that was my last accident. The last, the last thing I came close to any kind of real danger was I had just bought a riding lawnmower so I could, it was like a used one for like 400 bucks off some guy who was moving. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I uh, I had to drive it down. My house is on a slope, a pretty good slope. It's it's definitely, you could roll down it or sled down it kind of slope, right? And so I was, I had to go back down to the back area behind my house and cut all the grass and shit. And I... I was like, yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll get on the mower and I'll just ride the brake down, no gas, the, 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 the mower deck's not on, you know. So I'll go down to the part where I think it's like the least steep. Well, there's grass growing on the side of this fucking hill and shit. And once you open up a blade of grass, like moisture comes out, you know. So, um, a little slick. It got real slick, man. And, uh, and I'm on the brakes on this riding lawnmower, just running. I'm like bouncing down the fucking hill. I'm jammed on the brakes. All the wheels are locked up. Like none of them, you know, the brake wheels are locked up. They're not turning. And I have the wheels like trying to control it. And all I see is my neighbor's like fence post coming up, you know, <laughs> and I'm sliding down this fucking hill on this like John Deere fucking bright ass yellow, green and yellow mower <laughs> down the fucking hill. I thought I was going to like the Tokyo Drift theme music I right th now. Bro, I thought I was going <laughs> to flip this thing and like die. It was. It was scary, man. Uh, after that, I, I never drove it down the fucking hill again. I drove it. I talked to my neighbor. And I was like, hey, can I drive like behind your house and around to the street? Because <laughs> it is steep as fuck, man. You don't realize it until you're sitting on the mower. I was sitting on it looking down going, this looks kind of steep. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to creep down. And I'm riding the brakes. It's going fine, going fine. And then just, just started flying, dude. <laughs> This is when you know we've gotten old when our near-death experiences come from mundane oh, pieces yeah. of equipment like <laughs> mowing lawnmowers. Like, oh, yeah. Like, well, I bought this, I bought this, I, mean, I almost died, man. I bought this fucking rod lawnmower. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, Ash, I mean, I, I have a side-by-side. I can't. You, you threw your back out with folding clothes, so like, that, that's when you know you're old. But to be fair, I was like 22 when that happened, so you know I wasn't even old then. Like I hadn't even earned it yet. I'm not gonna lie, man. I've sneezed my back out a, a couple times. I hadn't even earned it yet. I mean, at least at least this time I was 36 and I was picking up a 10 pound dog. Okay, so you know I think at least. I had earned it at that point, like 22 and picking up a folded, like a towel. That, that That's just not acceptable. Yeah, it was probably Tuna's fault. No. <laughs> I mean, it was a young I'm Tuna. I'm not going to insert a comment there. <laughs> 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 I could, but, you know, she might get mad at me. <laughs> so, Chris, I've been, I've been meaning to ask you, um, can we try uh, to, like, guess what you do for work would that be okay sure yeah that's fine all right what do you guys think i have my thought i'm gonna guess because i don't think anybody knows specifically but i was wondering if we could guess that might be Where i don't have a guess you don't have a clue food service industry you moved uh no <laughs> i'm yes, gonna babe, say I moved because my airpods died 
I'm gonna say, um, <clears throat> I feel like you're like a project manager of some sort. No. <sighs> I'm gonna say like IT or software. No. What do you think? Insurance claim adjuster. No. <laughs> Thank you. Good one though. No. <laughs> Man, I work in uh, I work in uh, aviation as a line service technician. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah. see, you can't even tell one of your kind. So, Scott. I couldn't, man, because I'm in the military. I do it on the military side, bro. <laughs> Those guys are a different breed on the on the civilian sector, man. You work oh, are you civilian airline people. airlines, then, yeah? Uh, or you, or private you... private company. Okay. Private, yeah, private aircraft. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. Oh, so look, you're man. a nerd in every sense of the in every no, sense of the word. Oh uh, no, whole 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 nerd. Everything. <laughs> yep. Love it. Yep. Aviation maintenance people aren't nerds. <laughs> Anime yes, are. Only the electricians are nerds. Yeah. When I'm when I'm about to take off and I'm on the taxiway, I'm like, oh look, there's an A380 there. We start pointing out stuff. I know all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. I just was thinking <laughs> something with cool. yeah. Lines yeah, I've been doing that for about nine years now. You have your AMT. So do you get the hookup on private? No, jets? no, it's just strictly line service. Okay, like a ramp agent at a FBO. Yeah. You do fueling yeah. and uh, no, no fueling. No, I used to do fueling. Yeah, okay. about five years ago, I did fueling okay. on top of the uh, regular line service stuff. But uh, right now, I work for a uh, company for that they uh, do fractional uh, share ownership of the aircrafts. Oh. Oh yeah, especially like Uber for yeah. the top one percent. Yeah, yeah. So I'm curious. Five thousand dollars an hour to fly in them and shit like that, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious. So we know, like, Skep got like, you know, if you're in the military, you're kind of like directed in a certain way, and into how you end up in this. How do you, as a civilian, strictly civilian, end up in a career field like that? Oh, good question. Uh, my best friend. Uh, he. Got in because one of his friends is more like a who you know type of situation. Mm -hmm. um, and at the time uh, when I first started in aviation, I actually used to work for the Yankees uh, for a company called uh, uh, Legends Hospitality. I was a supervisor for the catering department. Uh, I was doing that for a bit, but it was a seasonal position. So I needed something to fill in the, the, the gap. And they said, hey, listen, there's an available spot here at this company. You want to try it out? It's like, sure. It's like, I have no idea. It's like, don't worry. They'll train you. We'll catch you up and um you know that after that it's just i've been there ever since nice so, so what did um, you grow up wanting to do is it related at all to what you grew up thinking you would do not really i don't i've never even put mine into aviation until i got in there uh <laughs> I, yeah it was one of those things was just like how i asked myself i'm like how the hell did i end up in aviation out of all things um yeah. but no i i didn't want um what did i really want to do um I don't know. I just, I've always been that person that I just never, like, I don't know what to do in life sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't have a plan. Like, I'm just a bag in the wind just going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out my way. I'm right. still trying to figure out my way. But, uh, no, I mean, I, you know, with the whole content, you know, uh, video editing, all, I think I found my purpose, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. one of those things that I'm passionate oh, wow. about. So, um, and, you know, it took me 32 years, but it's, you know, sometimes you find your way eventually hey guys um, i'm not the youngest oh <laughs> there you go no, i feel i feel that though because i did i did the same thing like i came I, I mean the only difference was i went into like college thinking i knew what i wanted to do well I, I grew up thinking i wanted to be like a doctor or something like i really wanted to be like 
a doctor, a, a neuro um, neurosurgeon or a neuropsychiatrist is kind of like what I wanted to get into. And so I go to college, obviously, for like psychology, realize it takes a lot more than just an undergrad degree to do anything with psychology. I'm going to end up somewhere really random in accounting because I'm a military spouse. And then now, 36 years later, I'm a business owner doing web design. Like you just never know. Like, yeah, it's just like nothing to do with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm, this is what I'm meant to do. It's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And you, you like, you fall into it too, I think in a sense, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's just out of nowhere. It's just like, Mm -hmm. you know, you find this one thing and you just go with it and you're like, oh, you know, I could see myself doing this. Yeah. Sometimes when you try to make it work, because that's what I did. I was like, I knew I wanted to find something. I knew I wanted to run my own business. I wanted to be my own boss. Like I kind of just, I went into this rebel after I joined the military, I went into this like rebel stage of life. I was like, I don't want anybody to tell me what to do ever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So like I started trying to find ways to do that. And I was trying so hard to DIY myself into that, that I fell into something else and that didn't feel forced anymore. So it's like totally by accident. Like it almost feels like the things you try to force into aren't always necessarily the things that you're meant to be doing. Sometimes the accidental ones are the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was uh, big into playing football and lacrosse, uh, in high school. So I was like, you know what? Um, I, at first I was going to enlist, uh, my cousin was a recruiter. He was like, listen, give college a shot. You're good at playing the sport. Try it out in college and see if you like it. Did two years of college and I was just like, this is not for me. I cannot do this whatsoever. And then I fell into the Yankees, the Yankee gig and I did that for a bit. And, um, yeah, I was just, uh, you know, I, I'm, I think college is great, but it was just like some people, I'm not a good test taker. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad at taking tests. Like really bad. Like I just mm-hmm. get, like, I just get, like, I just get like, uh, like I just start running stuff scenarios in my head and I'm mm-hmm. just like, I Can't psych myself out if you will. Right. You get like test nope. taker yeah. anxiety basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sit down, yeah but I can like, learn. I know the info. I'm a visual yeah. learner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a visual learner. I'll pick up quick visually. But if I sit well, there. Well, like you're really you know, good at it. Like if they, if they implement it, if you had to implement it, you could do it 1000%. But like taking a test on it, completely different story. Tune is the yep. same way. Well, yep. no, I, it's not that I, it's not that I'm bad at <laughs> taking tests. It's how the, the material is presented. Like, so like military or whatever. I'm way behind the power curve in what they call for average of making rank or whatever, because th- the material is, oh, fucking read it and then test on it. Mm-hmm. I can't read and then apply that because I'll lose it. You know, but if somebody gives me a death by PowerPoint or they talk to me about it or whatever, like every school ever that I've ever gone to in the military and they, I got taught the material, I've won awards in every single one of those courses. You know, and, and even in school, like everybody's like, you don't take notes. And I'm like, no, nah, because I just I retain it by that way, because if I write it down, it's gone. I'm losing everything that's happening, mm. you know, so and that's it's it's more the, or more or less the way that it's presented to me, because like every time I've made rank, Ashley has sat me down and asked me questions like she knows how to be a cop. She knows everything you need to know about how to promote in the Air Force as a cop, because she's done it all to help <laughs> me make rank. I would read through his material and formulate questions based off of his material to ask him to kind of work him through. Cause yeah. otherwise he was like, and I, I'm the opposite. Like I, both my degrees were 80% online. So I'm yeah. like, I, I only took classes on a physical campus because I was required to, to get my CPA. Like that was the only reason I sat in a campus classroom 
other than that, I'm very like, I can, I'm, I'm a writer. Like if I write it down and I can remember it, but he's not like that. He has to talk through it. And I'm, yeah. that's not me. I don't need a lecture to remember something. I, yeah, I think to. that's a great point. I did a, I did a couple of courses online and I actually aced my online courses for some reason. Hmm. But uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that's you know. interesting because mm -hmm. if you're not like with testing because online is i feel very much like that where it's kind of end it's more independent but kind of like a test would be yeah that's well the online courses that i had had those like a uh, video embed where you would uh watch uh, videos mm -hmm. and then you can go base off those videos and be like you know yeah. whatever the material was then you know yeah. i take the test i have it visually in my head okay what i saw and then i would do uh the test and base it and uh got a couple courses sense. where i got like a plus Nice. I'm the opposite. Like if I watch something like too much, I'm, I'm a, um, I mean, I'm not like an introvert, but I'm also not a verbal, like auditory for me can get very overwhelming. So if I hear too many things at one time, I get extremely like, what do they call it? Um, it's not neuro, I think neuro, neurodivergent or, um, yeah. there's a word for it, but I get overstimulated very easily by auditory stimulation. Um, so like I can't, like if you sit here and you try to talk to me for too long, I'm gone. Like I'm, I'm looking at you and you think I'm listening to you, but I'm not like I'm thousand <laughs> percent checked out. But if you give me a, like a book and written words and I can read it and I take notes off of it, even if I just write it down verbatim of what I've read, I will retain that better than you trying mm -hmm. to talk it to me. I just, if you try to talk me through it, I'm, I'm done. Like he, he'll do it with directions or like, He's like, you know, if you do this and then you do that and then you do that by the, the third step, I'm done. Like, I'm like, you lost me like two minutes ago. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. And he gets so frustrated because that's his way of communicating. He's like, well, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mine's reading comprehension. Like, if I'm reading to myself, I have to do it like seven times and still don't real. I, like, I can read a whole paragraph and couldn't tell you a word it said. Because Cyber was like, like that. I, I'm, I just can't focus on what I'm reading. I may uh, wondering. I learn the best by one hands on and then two if I learn the material and then I teach it to somebody else. When I teach somebody else things, then I I like it like cements inside of me and then I just get more knowledgeable on it and better at it and learning like everything about it by teaching other people, I think. I don't know Do why. No, no, no. That makes sense. Because do you find yourself like whenever you have questions about something, if you don't understand it, you find someone that you trust and you talk through it with them. And mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, by the time you get done, they haven't contributed yeah. anything, but you I, have a better understanding of it. So I will, yeah, I will fucking <laughs> like, yeah, I will die. I will do that sometimes. I'm like, Hey, uh, tell me if this makes sense. And I, that's a yeah. common phrase I use. And then I'll yeah. work through something and they'll look at me like, you know that does make sense but what i'll do is i get asked i get asked questions all day every day and i if i don't yeah. know something i have to like basically become an expert at it for somebody else so i can teach mm -hmm. them so i have to go look figure out everything about it all the materials ever written about it in the last decade probably uh and a lot of it's military stuff you know um that way i can sit down with someone and, and talk them through it like simply you know what i mean not as complex yeah. as what i just what i just ingested yeah. but i have to yeah. ingest it and then regurgitate it in a simple format that way i can explain it to people and basically like teach them what i just fucking learned 
a lot of the time. That's a gift though. Cause I feel like that's, I had to do that so much. And that's something that I feel like I'm, I'm good at too unintentionally. Yeah. I get, I get what you're saying. Cause you're like, you may not know the answer right now, but I can go figure it out. And once I figure it out, I can kind of break it down and explain it to somebody else yeah. and make it make sense. But yeah, yeah I, I do that all the time where I'm like, I don't, I may not know the answer to begin with, but I can yeah. go figure it out. And then like, same thing with his, his, like his course stuff. I'm like, I don't know any of these answers, but if I go read through his material, mm-hmm. I can make it make sense in my brain and present it back to him in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Which is hard to understand, but it Jay makes sense says, to me, yeah, I guess. <laughs> you're at mastery when you can teach it. I don't know. <laughs> I think you get to Are a you? level where you have comprehension and understanding and you can explain it to somebody simply. That's, mm-hmm. I don't that know. Kiss was there are things that mastery at, but not everything. I'm at the sure. point where I feel like I've learned more from TV and, and YouTube than I have all of school. That's oh, my yeah. youngest. Because YouTube that's the, the way that I take in information. Yeah. The best. YouTube is yep. great, man. YouTube and that's University. for anything, too. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're absolutely right. YouTube yeah, is... like you can do, um, you know, if you have a problem with like Excel sheets or something. You can go on there, check it out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, finance, uh, getting tips and tricks on anything. You can learn specific jobs mm-hmm. that will, you know, if you're inter- interested, if you're interested in a subject, you'll definitely learn it for sure. Um, Pretty yeah. much for everything me, that I've learned business wise has been like that. In the beginning, was like Google it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Find people who've done it before that are teaching how to do it, and you watch the videos. Yeah, yeah. I, I see it as like, uh, you know, Google is like the library of Alexandria in a sense mm. where you can just research anything. And some some people cannot read the forums. I love forums because it's people who have tried uh, to try to figure out a solution. They failed multiple times, but they're actually jotting it down step by step. And that's how I learned how to do all this. It's just forums, mm. just like, OK, this is not working. What do I got to do here? And then there's people who will walk through the whole situation with you and then you come out with a solution. And uh, yeah. It's amazing what you can learn on the internet for sure. If you definitely got a knack for a specific topic, it's great. If you take the wisdom of others like that, because that's wisdom really is what that is. You've, you've failed at something so many times, but you learned a lot along the way. And then you have the ability to share it with somebody. That's a really high level of wisdom there that you've learned something now. And and the next person can skip all those mistakes you made and start where you're at. You know what I mean? That's yeah. That's pretty nuts, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of good wisdom out there to find, and uh, you know you have it at your fingertips, which is crazy. I mean, you just summarized business coaching. That's literally like what business coaches have done. Like they yeah. just have figured it out over the years, and they've gotten themselves to a point now where they can. They're like, okay, it took me mm-hmm. like in my case, like I'm like six years into like starting a business, but you know, only three years of running it full time, five years of like really putting my energy into it. And so there's like a lot of things that I've learned about it that, and you don't even realize it at the time either until other people start talking about it. And you don't, you don't realize what your level of knowledge is compared to them until they start talking about it. And you're like, Oh, I can help with that. Or I know the answer to that. Or I, you know, and, but it's, it's easy to overlook because over, you know, four or five, six years, you don't even realize all the things that you've taken in and learned. And like, and then you yeah. go back and you're like, shit, this, where did I start? I started on fucking YouTube, like yeah. looking up how to do 
this exact thing, you know, that other people are trying to figure out how to do. And now, but that's what a lot of people are doing. And they're just, some people are better at capitalizing on it than others. And that's yeah. how they're turning businesses into it. But that's exactly what it is, is just, they've they're, accumulated yeah. all this knowledge and wisdom and they can share it with other people that need it, but not yeah. everybody knows <laughs> how to go about sharing it, you know? Yeah. You get a lot of people that know how to organize their thoughts and their experience mm -hmm. into something and they, they become very good at being a mentor and mm -hmm. whatever realm that they mentor in, you know? Yeah. But. I tell my kids, you know, he was talking about the, the library of Alexandria. <clears throat> Excuse me. I uh, tell my kids all the time. It's like, there's no reason for you to be failing in school. You have the, the, the knowledge in the entire world at your fingertips at all times. It's in your pocket at all times. Just yeah. Google it. Like if I had a fucking cell phone, a smartphone in school, I would be, I would have went to Harvard <laughs> probably. Like, I agree. Yeah. 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 I think that's my problem, Jay, too, is that um, sometimes you don't realize that. I see it a lot more and more now when I talk to people who are very good in their field of what they're doing. They can almost blow your mind with information and, and you just feel, I don't know, I want to say inferior but you're just amazed at like what they know, you know what I mean? And I feel like that too. I have 25 years of, of naval aviation experience. And sometimes when I talk to people about it, they're just like, wow. And I don't even realize that I know that information, you know, <laughs> I take it for Who granted all the time. Yeah, exactly. He's probably got so much knowledge on, on his area of expertise that it's just something that's normal. But when someone else hears yeah. it, they're just sucked into it. Like, Holy shit. Even, like, I didn't know even that, as, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah like, that's even common knowledge. Like, like I've been, we've been married for over 18 years. Right. So like, I know so much about him and so much about what he does and what he likes and what he's interested in and things like that. But I'm like, there are some things that I don't realize. And I'm sure he feels this way about the stuff that I do on a daily basis too. But for me, it's like, I don't even, there's things that he knows about that I don't even know he knows about until he starts <laughs> talking about it. Yeah. Right. Like, like we'll be like we're watching like I know he's a cop and this shouldn't surprise me but even after 18 years of being married to a cop we'll be watching a show or a movie or something and he blurts out like the exact model and all the things of this gun and that's not possible because this gun does this and that does that and all these things and I'm like hmm. mm -hmm. it just really didn't dawn on me that he has all of that stuff in his brain <laughs> See, that's just it shouldn't surprise me but it does do because it's stuff that i don't even know to not know about if that makes sense you know like i don't mm -hmm. even i don't even know to not know about it and he's got all this stuff in his head about guns and all these things and i'm just like wow i don't even think people realize how much they know that they take for granted that other people don't know you know mm -hmm. howdy mt Hello, I think that's like a characteristic of men in general. It's like we know a lot about a little, or we know a little about a lot. A little about a lot. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so in my career, in my career field, like just what we have to do on a daily basis and have to know, like we have dubbed it, like we are dubbed the jack of all and a master of none. Hmm. Yeah. You know, because like when we're fucking deployed or whatever, I've learned how to become a fucking software engineer, a fucking IT guy, a fucking mechanic, like like HVAC guy, like just all kinds of dumb shit yeah. that we have to do for ourselves because everybody's like, oh, fuck the cops. Yeah. <laughs>
Mm. It's going to have quality of traits, though. All different type of traits. You know the full quote of that? What? What? Jack of all trades, a master of none. I I know it's supposed to be... A jack of all trade... uh, We're not doing it. What's the full quote? Jack of all trades, master of none is still better than a master of one. Mm -hmm. Probably. Versatility. But oftentimes better than a master of one. Yeah. Ability. Well, I can't do that. Well, I could figure it out, you know? Yeah, exactly. I know enough to to get it done. Yeah. Well, and, and if you don't, it's in the palm of your hand to figure it out. Unless you're in a place that doesn't have service. <laughs> or you're 17 and grounded. Yeah. When, you're, when you're on an X-Bed deployment and you're in the middle of a fucking jungle of nowhere and there's nothing, like, you just gotta figure the shit out. <laughs> hmm oh, I know, like, being from East Texas and Louisiana, that, like, there's a lot of places there's no service at all in the, in those, oh, yeah. in the woods. Oh, you <laughs> dropped me off in a, in a fucking bundle of woods and give me a fucking compass and a topo i guarantee you i'm gonna find my way to civilization oh i'm following bandwagon all the way <laughs> if you if you put me in leader the woods, bandwagon <laughs> if you put me in the woods in a climate i know like east texas or something I'm, I'll, I'll find it with nothing civilization i don't even need a compass but like if you put me in a jungle or something yeah, yeah i'm gonna need compass and you know, uh, yeah, the, the nearest village is uh, southwest. Mm. You know, I need some, some information. <laughs> the, the only reason I want a fucking compass and a damn map is so I can do section and resection and I can find the closest place so I don't have to fucking walk as far to find civilization because I'm going to find where I'm at and then find the pl- close, closest place to me and that's where I'm going because fuck walking that far. <laughs> I might I just stay out there. Man, I don't know if this is a man thing too, but like spatial awareness is something that I don't have like like and i feel like men in general have this ability like so for like tuna we could be going somewhere and all of a sudden a detour sign pops up right like we can't take the way we're supposed to go and so we have to detour he can never have detoured this way before but somehow in his brain he can visualize that if he takes this road to that road to this road to that road it somehow gets him around where he needs to go to spit him out in this general location I don't, they, yeah, I, yeah. I don't it's have a, that. It's honestly <laughs> just I knowing detour, direction. Yeah. If you can know your direction, you'll figure that out. Well, yeah. You there's just all, gotta know your direction. I wouldn't say that's a man thing, though, because I've seen a lot of dumb motherfuckers that are even worse than you. you know, well, I'm like, damn. Go with a lot of them. <laughs> I've literally, if I, get, mm-hmm. if, I, if I see a detour sign, I'm literally on the phone with him, and he is GPSing my current location so he can walk me through where I need to go next. Because if you detour me off the way I'm supposed to go, I am fucked. I will end up in the next state because I can't figure out where I'm supposed to go. Damn. Right out of I am the reason they you make LT jokes about your directions and phone. maps. Oh, no, yeah. like I'm literally the definition. If you look it up, why they make fun of lieutenants and their mm. incapability of doing directions. Can't spell lost without LT. I'm telling you, like <laughs> I lived up to that one. I definitely lived up to that one. Uh, yeah. well, that was like that was like right when, when we got here today or whatever. Like, so we're in a different Airbnb than we had been. Whatever, starting to you know get back to learning Bat- Baton Rouge again or whatever. But I went to the restaurant. I didn't use shit on the way back. I made it home. 
I mean, I, like, yeah. you just gotta have like a locked in like path in your mind, you know. I, I've just always I'm like, this looks and really familiar, and, and it, times, it, it looks yeah. like ten other streets. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. Mm -hmm. I, Are you a visual guy? Like you, you like okay. I gotta turn at this store here. Landmarks, or do you like? Are are you like a street guy? Like I, I can do both. Yeah, I, I I'm, like a landmarks. I'm a landmark. Yeah, I'm turning right at the McDonald's. Landmarks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can do both. Streets and, I, I and landmarks help though. You see uh, two pecan trees, you take your first left. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, yeah. but I think being being a cop for so many years though. Like I, you run into so many different types of people and how they are mm -hmm. that it's just, I've learned over time that, okay, I've got to, you know, some people are streets, some people are landmarks. So I got to know it all. And mm -hmm. I just, I take it all in for landmarks and the streets. You put me in a you city know, environment. Like, I'm fine. But uh, if you put me in a rural area, I'm, I'm lost. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite. Buildings yeah, blocking me, I, I, I'm lost. But you, trees following me, I, I know where exactly where I'm at. Yeah, like, yeah. For, for me, it's uh, you know, especially in the in the city of Manhattan, it's you know, if you've never been here before, you'd be quite intimidating. That um, can't even imagine. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, when you grow up here, you gotta get used to it. But you, if I go somewhere else, like all the way upstate, yeah, I'm I'm completely lost. I'm like, where do I go? Houston. Sorry. Hey, I, I'm, hey, whenever you have me, man, I'm I'm, I'm down. Let's go out the sticks. I'll, I'll throw you out on the East Reservation. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> take, take him over to fucking Toledo Bend. Facts. <laughs> well, how long you guys want to run this thing for tonight? You want to? Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Or you want to keep going a little bit? Or what? Wrap I'm it? about ready to wrap. Yeah, we can do it. I got a oh. question for you though, Chris. Yeah. What's up? Are, are you are you a Giants or Jets fan? Ooh. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, so I don't know if you can see, but diehard Giants fan and yeah. uh. Uh, uh, yeah, I got a Giants there. helmet in the case. Um, diehard Giants fan, and uh, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know about the season though. I, I, kind, um, I kind of figured though, because it, it, for its crazy reason, but most Yankees fans are Giants fans. Most yes. Mets fans are Jets fans. It's weird. Yep. Yeah, so it's usually uh, you get two type of fans. You get the the Yankees, Giants, and Rangers, or you'll get the Mets, Jets, and Islanders fans. Islanders, hmm. Yeah, it's the funniest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's and it doesn't matter like which location. I mean, some it some people would say Brooklyn, Long Island, um, and Queens tend to be obviously for Mets, Jets, and Islanders. Mm. Uh, for the like the east side of New York, it's usually you know Giants, Yankees, and uh, and Rangers. And my my best friend, who literally lives five blocks away from me, is the complete opposite. And I just look at him and I'm just like, how? How did you turn up like this? So who the fuck? So who the fuck? Where did we go wrong with you, man? I'm sorry. I want. Who the fuck roots for Buffalo? Oh, People all the way up north. Yeah, okay. upstate New York. Yeah, Merck. Yep. Yeah. People yeah. from Buffalo, Syracuse. Merck is from like Buffalo. That. Okay, but in that case, I have a very serious question. Then, who put who on the map? Travis Kelsey or Taylor oh, Swift? Oh man. <laughs> Oh man, uh, it's already bad enough. I'm watching it on the other monitor. It's ridiculous. Yo, it's like I, I was, I was literally wanting to go on. I wanted Fanduel to put a fucking over under on who would actually be shown more: Aaron Rodgers, Taylor Swift, or the actual game. Taylor <laughs> Swift, one thousand percent. The game is being shown. Okay, yeah. 
what the real question is, is this going to be a Jessica Simpson, Tony Romo situation? Oh, that's a great question. I'm way worse. Yeah. Who are we hosting? I just asked you because I am watching the game right now. They are tied 2020. I was about to say, I want to go finish that game too because that one seems like it's really good. Well, let's wrap it up then. They're putting up a fight. Chris, bro, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. I only showed up for you, just so you know. Uh, I appreciate that. She doesn't like the rest of us. (laughs) She don't like the rest of us, so. You don't come. She don't come play anymore. We only show up when I feel like it. We're not part of the cool crowd. <laughs> we just like any other officer. We just so you know, we are number one in uh, podcast right now. Yeah. No, oh, let's go. That's, yeah. awesome. Uh, That's awesome. Anyways, you guys, uh, the link is in the chat. If you don't follow Chris, please do. Kick.com slash k r y z z z three z's. There's a link. Hit it. And then on Twitter, right? You got Twitter, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, definitely hit uh, them up on the socials. So, yeah. um, when we and post the video well. up, it'll we'll have links in the in the in the comments or in the uh, description areas too. So definitely check that out. But bro, thank you. So thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Later, you guys. Peace. Peace.